This pre-roll ad is brought to you by Empire Wreckers. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Empire Wreckers. If you'd like video content, we're on YouTube and Twitch, where we stream games like our group playthrough of Star Wars The Old Republic. And if you'd really like to support the show, you can subscribe to our Patreon for monthly bonus content. And now, our feature presentation. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Star Wars Empire Wreckers, the only podcast that has a death sentence on 12 systems. Who's ready to face down the law for their crimes today? Conut's ready to face down the law for her crimes, most of which haven't happened yet. Time crimes. Time crimes. Bokjoy's ready to make a deal, any deal, I'll tell you everything. Zap Razdar probably shouldn't always show his own name at the scene of all of his crimes, (laughs) but... He made a decision long ago, and he's sticking to what brought him to the dance. (laughs) Hitaka has never done anything wrong in her life, except for that time she blinded her friend. (laughs) (laughs) Except for that one thing. Like, a couple episodes ago. I mean, and accidentally trying to uh, immobilize people, and then just, they're sleeping. They're just sleeping. They're just sleeping. I got new eyes. I'm okay. And if you want to see how Hitaka accidentally degloves Bok Joy's entire skull, why not come with us to a long time ago to a galaxy far, far away in Star Wars? The future of the Republic is clouded. After disappearing from their own time and traveling through the era of the Old Republic, the Empire Wreckers have found themselves ten years before the start of the Clone Wars. During their adventures to stop the rise of the Empire, the pilot Zap Rousdauer was grievously injured, requiring expensive medical care and cybernetic enhancement. Desperate to pay their debt, the crew of the Sparkling Spoonbill traveled to Munilinst to reopen their dormant bank accounts, where they discovered proof of a secret that could forever change the galaxy. Motherfucker, you want to talk about forever changing the entire galaxy? We've done that several times in an episode. The Empire Wreckers and the quest for money. 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 I was grievously injured. Oh, no. We're we're inching towards my uh, conspiracy theory that Zap Razdauer is actually General Grievous. (laughs) I'm only a few despairs away from replacing all of my limbs and organs. Nice. I can can take your eyes, but I can't take your heart. Or can I? So as you discuss what to do with Zap's body, uh, you're in a dingy bar on the surface of Sullust. The Sullustans mostly live underground, but uh, you are in a bar on the surface where human and other aliens have mining outposts. You are in one such mining outpost waiting for your contact to arrive. Mace Windu from the Jedi Order is supposed to meet you here in secret to uh, pick up the scurrilous information that you discovered last time, which is uh, a hologram of the Sith Lord Darth Plagueis talking to his apprentice, now Chancellor Sheev Palpatine. There's a television that's uh, on in the bar, and they're talking about, you know, the various goings-on that have happened. Most of the news reports are about a recent terrorist attack at the Intergalactic Banking Clan headquarters during a protest and there's a uh, senator from that sector who is on the TV. He's very vehemently advocating for the establishment of a Republic military to patrol the Outer Rim to prevent things like this from happening again. Ooh, we've been upgraded to terrorists, everyone. Oh, Hell no. yeah. Guys recruiting the Empire slowly. I mean, not for nothing, but like, I feel like we try and be good. But, like, there's, I remember there's a certain time where we, we met some, like, Sith people. They are like, you know what, these guys aren't that bad. No, they <laughs> you know? weren't. They, they weren't wizards. They were fine. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. 
Butterfly if we effect. went back and did it all again, I still wouldn't be rude to them because they were not the assholeish wizards. Yes, they weren't the space Nazis that we knew them to be. So this uh, this large, imposing bounty hunter in uh, in spiked armor, he enters the bar. He's silhouetted against the entrance, and it's all smoky and shit. And he kind of he makes a slow, lazy lap around the bar. He's got this full set of armor, full face covering mask with a with a kind of reflective faceplate mirrored, polished and red. And after making this slow, lazy lap around and kind of judging the the people in this bar, he sits down at your table. Can uh, can we help you? What do you have for me? Oh, you're for uh for uh for uh, the master, master mace. He uh he presses a button on the side of his helmet and the uh, the mirrored faceplate flips up revealing Mace Windu in disguise. Oh, cool. Ah. Cool. Cool beans. Nice. Let's show him the little uh, hologram. Yes, Let's show him the it. hologram. And uh, as it as it plays, he kind of sits kind of guarding it with his body, kind of tilted so his back is facing out and he's kind of looking at it so nobody else can can see it. But there's a, your little dark booth is illuminated by the blue glow of the hologram and he watches it and he watches this this intergalactic banking clan magister uh, referring to Palpatine as Darth Sidious and discussing the grand plan. After after it plays, he turns it off and he, he kind of, he sits back for a moment and uh he says uh this is uh it's quite the thing this appears to be confirmation of your theory so what are we gonna do with uh you know senator palpatine now well something of this magnitude must be uh must be treated very carefully if he is a sith which it appears he is he probably has many agents and spies in the senate already we would need to deliver this to someone that we can trust in the Senate to be able to get the ball rolling on this information. Oh, uh, is there anyone you had in mind? I do I do know someone. He's a first-term senator, so he's unlikely to be corrupted by the Sith's influence. It's going to be fun oh. Count Dooku. <laughs> senator Dooku? Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> if it's Senator Dooku, we're going to be doing a lot of, like, perception check. Is he telling the truth? <laughs> He's very outspoken about the uh, corporate influence plaguing the Senate, so uh, it's unlikely that he was in league with the Trade Federation or any of the other corporations that have Senate seats as well. He's the senator from Alderaan, Bail Organa. Okay. Oh! Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fine, that's fine. We know yeah. that. Sorry, this, this oh, is you've heard me of saying, oh, yeah, okay, all right, right on, cool. Uh, me as Bokjo is like, oh, I've never heard of him, he's seen... Uh, he must be a good guy if you trust him then. Well, as you guys used to be rebels, you do know that that is Leia's dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. And we went okay. to the ruins of Alderaan, because, um... Yeah. You you technically have visited the uh, yeah. Alderaan Royal Palace before. Technically. So we're aware of him, and we are aware that he is a good dude. I mean, if his, uh, his, his daughter is the essentially the leader of your, your gang of rebels, so... If anyone's going to be trustworthy, it's going to be him. Yeah. Yes, no, we we've, we have heard of him. I think that would be a, an excellent choice. Very well. Now, in your message to me, you said you had a uh, a cargo aboard your ship that you needed removed. Is that true? Yeah, he was, uh, he, he had hired some Ithorians to, to carry out a job, we, we think, on behalf of uh, Palpatine. All right, we will uh, see what we can learn from him. Unfortunately, the... Uh, the Zabrak was not as cooperative. He, uh, he's been silent since we uh, brought him in, and he's 
proved considerably resistant to our force techniques. It's really upsetting that he's still alive. Like, not upsetting like, oh man, I sure wish you were dead, just he was in half. Well, we've uh, done what we can to keep him alive. Most of his organs have uh, failed severely. Ugh. He's uh, more machine than man at this point. More human than a human man. Now, have you tried reverse psychology? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to tell me where your master is. We already we have not considered that. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. okay, so uh, next step, uh, go and present this to uh, Bail Organa. Yes, you should be able to find him on Alderaan. Excellent. And what was the other job that we uh, were going to do with, uh, like, go to the shipyard where, um, because I know there was, like, the dude that we promised and we'd do a job for him. Yeah, he was having troubles with, uh, some cloners on Kartow. We also have to pay medical debt, which I think we can afford now? Hopefully. I thought we already paid that last time, like, we just transferred the money. Well, you can. Yeah, how much is that medical debt? It was, uh, 20,000 credits, about... We can each, of... each give 5,000. Yeah, we can see okay. if can cover it. <laughs> hey, Mace. <laughs> hey, what? We need 20,000 bucks. Please and thank you. Yeah, you you did, uh, you were able to get, uh, Conut and Bokjoy's bank accounts, and with interest you had considerable wealth, so spread amongst the four of you. Yeah, no, I'll just each, uh, pay up 5,000. Yeah. Share the love. While we were away, they had a fund at the Academy. Everyone was chipping in money to save Zap. <laughs> Oh, so we're not having bounty hunters come after us? Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, so we don't need that in our lives. The Zabrak boys <laughs> don't have to have a bake sale? Oh. <laughs> they have to save Uncle Zap. Save that the community center, a.k.a. Zap. <laughs> Is that like the weird euphemism for Zap being a slut? Um, possibly. <laughs> He's a community center. Anyone's welcome. There is that uh, Galactic Space Internet uh, website where you can crowdsource funds for a cause, you know, go force me. Oh, no. <laughs> you want to donate to this campaign. Eeks. <laughs> go force me is such an unfortunate. <laughs> so unfortunate. What a choice. Well, they uh, th- that domain name was up for up for sale after the Republic busted a Zygarian slave ring that was using it. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a Jedi approved charity? No. Okay. Anyways. Anyways, um, now that we've so, paid uh, out for medical bills, off to Alderaan we go. Then. Yeah. Okay. But before before you can leave, these uh. You, there's a couple of, like, Macy kind of nods out towards the bar, and he says, uh, uh, looks like there's a couple of people who are interested in our handiwork. And th- there's uh, some rough-and-tumble-looking customers that are kind of eyeing you from a table across the room. There's a uh, a lepi, a, uh, a gamorian, and, a, and a, uh, a human, a bald-shaved human with some with some heavy armor. Were they looking at us before when we were sitting here, or was it just when we played the uh, hologram? It seems to be since you guys started having your secret meeting. Shh, it's a secret meeting. Kind of, like, give them a, a bit of a stink eye. They get up and come over. Ugh, that's not what I wanted. The Lepi, the, the rabbit-like character, the green rabbit, he seems to be the leader, and he says, Ah, what's up, boys? Looks like you guys got some real uh, interesting stuff going on. Mind sharing? Actually, um, we were just leaving. <laughs> I think we do mind, so why don't you uh, kindly fuck off? The the Gamorian, he laughs and he says, 
you're gonna go, go, you're gonna uh, you're gonna, uh, you're gonna uh, we're gonna fucking kill you if you don't give it to us. Those fucking oh, Bugs no. Bunny and Porky Pig <laughs> with Elmer Fudd, the Shay the Bald Human. Is there a duck being around? Roll, roll me a three purple knowledge underworld. <laughs> okay, uh, two threats. Two success, three threat. One success, one advantage. One success. You are all aware, this was a gang that uh, you encountered during your time with the Rebels. They're known as the Warning Brothers. And they the are... Conut uh, Warning <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Conut and ass. Zap, uh, you you guys remember you had some tough scrapes early on in your career, so you take you take some strain from that. Hitaka, though, you remember that uh, back when you fought them before, uh, they notoriously they traveled with a fourth member marvin the mandalorian so far there are only three of them in this bar marvin may be somewhere nearby okay we just see a full armored mandalorian how do you deal with these animated gentlemen <laughs> piss off we don't owe you anything now now see here we don't want things to get uh to get ugly so uh why don't well, you, you cut brought us in? your gamorian friend over it looks like you already trying to get things ugly Hey, 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 let's not get racist here. Let's not get racist here. Let's just deal with things like civilized beings. Could I burn a force point to pull a giant mallet out of my pocket? <laughs> like a destiny? <laughs> yeah. It's made of force. <laughs> I mean, Bach being a mechanic may have a hammer on him. And just make it real big. Giant mallet. <laughs> it fits in my mm. pocket. Box pocket rocket. <laughs> Giggity. We, uh, sh- <laughs> would you like my hammer? <laughs> Excuse me? My hammer. You use it then. Would you like it? Weirdo. Come on. Do you want me to reach in my pants and No! My <laughs> it's small, but it works just fine. This is so loony. <laughs> you also are a son of a bitch. <laughs> Tiny we have really low anyway. standards for what makes us giggle, huh? <laughs> yeah, so if, if you don't want to use a destiny point, uh, Bach could have an, an item called an engineer's hammer on him. Why are you looking at me like that? It's not good radio. It, it would count as a, uh, a small improvised weapon. I'm, uh, I'm pointing at you as in, like, would you like, would no, you like my hammer? You use it then. No, <laughs> no, you came up with the idea. <laughs> This is the way that it works if you want a hammer to nail across these guys' face. What do these guys want? Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, you lost me. Somebody Sorry. please just talk to them. <laughs> Make them go away. <laughs> Tell them I hate them. <laughs> is one of you guys gonna nail these dudes or not? No, no, no. Let's see if we can get rid of them. So are you guys, like doing all of this weird communication like you're looking back and forth across the table with like glares of intent trying to communicate this to each other he's making like <laughs> I keep looking down at my pants I'm like do you want it do you want it <laughs> waggling like your your eyebrows at Zap <laughs> uh, can I look around the bar to see if the Mandalorian is around yeah you can give me a, you can give me a two purple perception the bar is dark and smoky so out of black uh, two success, one threat. Hi, Taka. You, uh, you, you do see outside the bar, uh, there is a Mandalorian waiting on a swoop bike, but he also sees you seeing him, and ah. he takes off on the bike. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thanks for you. 
Well, that's one less person to worry about, I guess. I guess. I'm not chasing <laughs> after him. Well, that's not. That's a threat. That's not an advantage. Oh, he might be getting the rest of the uh oh, the fuck. brothers. Okay, I'm gonna elbow uh you, Conat. Do I do I also see the Marvin the Mandalorian taking off? Um, because it's a threat. No, you don't see anything. She elbows you, and you look towards the door, but you see nothing <laughs> suspicious. What are you doing? What? Uh, now look, you you three. We don't we don't have any business with you. So you best get out of our way before uh, my Wookiee has something to say to you. Uh yeah 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 yeah. We got we got one of them too. We call him Gossamer. Now, uh, if you guys aren't careful, you guys are gonna come into a bad end. Now, I think I think we can make a deal here. You you kick us in on whatever sweet deal you got going, and me and the boys, uh, we don't have to kill you. Oh, you want to be kicked in on the sweet deal that we got going, huh? Yeah, I'm thinking uh, 60-40. Yes, getting the 60 sounds about right. Oh, well, why don't we take that down to uh, 50-50 and then we'll talk. Gonna gonna be rolling negotiation? Sure. Silly rabbit. Those <laughs> gigs aren't for kids. Right. This rabbit's gonna get fucking electrocuted at the end of this. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna dress up like a woman and try to kiss Zap. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very okay to show these guys my hammer. So this is going to be a two purple negotiation. Two success, two light side, three dark side. I'll get two advantage. And he says, uh, he, he kind of evaluates the people at the table, and he kind of looks back towards the door, sees his friend is not there, but he kind of misinterprets the situation. Uh, he assumes that they've been abandoned, and he now realizes that they are outnumbered. And he says, hey, how, you know what? Uh, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm feeling in a generous mood. Maybe we go 60-40 the other way. Oh, that's... See, you guys have done the legwork. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he meant 70-30. Just to, <laughs> just to clarify, like, no one wants to do... No one in the group wants to do business with these guys right now, right? Not at no. all. Okay, Maybe 80-20. Oh, it's all 60-40 in our favor. That sounds, uh, perfectly reasonable. We'd be happy to cut you on in, and I'll put out my hand to shake it. He takes your hand. I hit him with my shock gloves. (laughs) All right, roll me a, uh... Oh my god, Joy Buzzer. Roll me a two-purple brawl. Joy Buzzer. This is is who framed Roger. Oh no, what if he's immune to Joy Buzzers? Two-purple? Yeah. Two success, one advantage. Yeah, we... So he, he, he gets shocked by this, uh, by this electric gauntlet and he kind of, he pulls back his smoking hand and he says, you little rat fink, you think you can, you think you can step up to the warning brothers and not face the consequences? Oh, you think that you can just come over to our table and demand to be let in on our job? Yeah, we run this town. I'll ignite my light trident. Yeah, uh, whoa, whoa, what are you, some kind of Jedi killer, huh? You wanna find out? You know what, as a matter of fact, I do! Wait, when you when you say Jedi killer, do you mean uh, somebody who kills Jedis or Jedi who kills people? <laughs> somebody who kills Jedi. <laughs> Yelling that clarification into the fray. <laughs> Wait, can you just, can you make yourself more uh, clear? I just wanted to be sure because I, uh, okay, yeah, sure. And then I bring out my lightsaber too and I just turn it on. <laughs> Uh, so he gets one advantage. He he lunges at you, Conut. He doesn't make contact, but he he knocks over the table, spilling everybody's drinks everywhere. The little hollow projector that was on the table goes flying and clattering across the floor into the dark bar. Someone get it! I'll get it, I guess. With your uh, 
quick reflexes, uh, this is going to be a Vigilance to grab it. That's going to be a three purple Vigilance, with all the confusion that's going to add a black as well. Two success, two threat. You you grab it, but uh, just, in, just in time before it hits uh, somebody in the face, and you kind of have to, you stumble as you leap out of the booth and catch it, knocking into a, another large fellow, a large bird-like alien, a Sathari. And he says, now I say boy, I say boy, you're going to be knocking into me, you're going to be best starting a good fight, you better know what you're doing, boy. I'm a girl, actually. He takes a swing at you. <laughs> I duck. <laughs> You're gonna or die. should I say I chicken? <laughs> oh. <laughs> we're fucking full of <laughs> we're fucking full of jokes today. We're getting wild. So Hitaka, you uh you, you you dodge out of the way, he still hits a success with two threat. He he makes light contact, not enough to not enough to kind of hit you. His fist bounces off and his fist carries through and he punches the bartender in the face. <laughs> <laughs> The bartender pulls out a shotgun from the behind the bar and roasts this fucking chicken. <laughs> oh, yikes. <laughs> no. did, he turn, did he turn into a roast chicken in front of our eyes? <laughs> yeah, he turns he turns black. This was like a disruptor rifle. He turns black and then collapses into a pile of ash. <laughs> oh, oh no. The the sound of a xylophone plays descending notes as he as he hits the ground. I walk away slowly, never taking my eyes off of the bartender. So now there's a bar brawl going on. <laughs> nice. Should we just try to, like, get out with the uh, the hologram? Yeah, Hitaka's got it now. Yeah. Maybe we should just try to book it. Maybe uh, oh. burn off one of this rabbit's ears for good measure. Make sure it remembers right. to not fuck with us. Oh, dear. Let's uh, grab what we came for and fly like an eagle into the future. Also, maybe we, should, maybe we should go out the back door in case the yeah. person that went off uh, comes back to the front door. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, let's uh, let's just try to book it out the back. Right. So this is good. If you want to sneak through, it'll be a stealth roll. If you want to muscle through, it'll be an athletics roll. Three purple and two black. Two success. I'm muscling my way through. Obviously, uh, two success for advantage. Three dark side. I'll try muscling as well. Uh, one success, three threat. I got three success and three threat. And I snuck. I used sneaky. Uh, two success, one threat. Right, so Hitaka, uh, you managed to just kind of, you very, you're, you're giant, a giant Wookiee with powerful muscles and powerful thighs. You can kick your way out, kicking through the kitchen uh, and out the back door into these streets of Sullust. Everybody's able to make it out, except Konut, during, during what's going on, there are people grabbing and reaching and trying to gain purchase on any weapon that's in view. And uh, when you get out, you may notice that your neuronic whip is gone. Hey! <gasps> What? So, somebody snatched it. It's my whip. Bach, your six shooter, also has been snatched during the uh, during your your trying to sneak out of this bar. Hey, that's uh, that's an antique. Do we have to go back in for our weapons? I mean, if you if you if you want to, I will scorch this motherfucking earth until I get my goddamn six shooter back. That's my that's my whip. It's peanut and walnut. I can't have one without the other. Zap, uh, you, you feel somebody as you're going, as you're sneaking, you feel somebody try to reach for your toenail gun, but uh, you notice before they can actually get it out of the holster. Okay, I will uh, attack back. Yeah. 
This would be engaged range, so it would be a two purple. Should I lightsaber them, do you think, or should we not give up the game? Uh, three success, one advantage. This little piggy got cut in half. Oh! The Gamorian uh, realizes that he shouldn't tussle with fucking Rousedow or don't touch his goddamn gun. He loses a he loses a hand and more for his trouble. Uh-huh. As you should. Did he actually get like claved <laughs> in Twain? Yeah, I mean yeah. he's pretty fat, so not like most of the way. Yeah, okay. Like uh-huh. he's almost thicker than the blade itself. His cartoon eyes just blinking. <laughs> oh no. You made it sad. Yeah, you, you cut him in half and then his legs run away and his body falls to the floor. <laughs> you see that? Whoever has our weapons, you better give us them back real quick, otherwise that's gonna happen to you. That's what I call a side of bacon. Uh, oh, golly! It, 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 it does, From the crowd, it you hear crazy. a... Uh, the, uh, just the sound of something being hucked and a, uh, a revolver and a whip clatter to the floor. <laughs> feet. That's what I thought. No one wants to be cut in half and then quipped at. Hi, <laughs> Jocka, since you got out with such, uh, such efficiency, you were able to do a little bit of scouting out there and you noticed that indeed Marvin the Mandalorian has returned with more members of the Swoop Gang at the front of the building and they are now uh, piling in to join the melee. Uh, well, I think we should get away from here as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah we got our uh, shit. Let's go. Let's skedaddle. <laughs> All right. How are you skedaddling? Because if you remember, uh, Ozatuck left your speeder pinned to a uh, a mining droid that was chasing after you after Zap's leg was incinerated. Is anybody so watching? Act- is anybody watching the speeder? speeder with you? Like the guy that that they they just ran into the bar, didn't they? The swoop did bikes? they leave the the keys in the ignition? Yeah, there's a couple of guys that are that are watching the bikes, but they are still running. Do you guys want to steal a bike, or should we just get out of here? Yeah, might as well. Yeah, we could try to steal a bike. Yeah, steal yeah. some bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they uh, two person bikes? They're they're single person bikes, but oh, there's damn. enough for all of you. Oh no! Oh dang! I just didn't want to have to fly it. Yeah, okay. If well, you see. if you want to hop on the back of somebody else's bike, you probably could. Yeah, I'll, I'll ride bitch with Zap. I'll hop on the back of his. So hopping into Zap's sidecar. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll ride. I'll ride bitch with uh, uh, Hitaka because she is also a pilot. Now right, I'm so, less so. So a couple of these uh, swoops have sidecars, but as you as you run out, uh, you'll have to contend with the the two the two warning brother gang members that are that are hanging out in front. It appears to be a uh, a Shistavanan, or maybe two Shistavanans. It's it's hard to tell. One of them seems to be a more dog like, and the other seems to be more wolf like. They appear to be uh, frenemies. Uh-huh. I see. I see. <laughs> I see how things are. <laughs> um. Do- can we can we try an old classic with um look over there? All right, this will be a deception <laughs> <Behind> roll. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this will be a deception against uh due to the uh, the obviousness of this ruse. I'm going to use a destiny point and upgrade that to a red and a purple. Smart. I like this plan. <laughs> it's a classic. A red and a purple. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys, it's a classic. Six success and six light side. Can I get six advantage? Yeah. Yeah, crit these guys with my lie. So the uh, the two Shistavanan, they they look off in the distance, and uh, they 
as they do, a giant explosion uh, rocks from a few blocks away, and the uh, Marvin the Mandalorian, he runs out, and he says, There it is! The earth-shattering kaboom! And he hops on his bike, and he says, Let's go, boys! And uh, these gang members, they hop on their bikes, uh, riding off towards whatever job they were waiting for to complete, leaving the rest of the bikes unattended. Nice. We can go nice and easy, then we don't even have to rush. (laughs) Yeah. I was about to say, should we, like, disable these bikes so that they don't have them back? Yeah, yeah. How many are left? Like... Would we just be disabling the ones that we have to leave behind? Yeah, there would there would be if all of you took bikes, or uh, depending on if you're if all of you took bikes, uh, there would be none left. But since two of you are riding bitch, there would be two left. We could, if we're going slowly, we could probably all take a bike. I bomb. do you not believe do do you not believe in your uh, you pilot? Oh wait, me try to fly. Yeah, but you know that was a big ass spaceship. Do you not remember that time when I had to rent a car and all I had to do was get it out of the parking lot and I couldn't? The guy who ran the shop had to help me. Okay, I'm going to disable these bikes. (laughs) I will will use my hammer that uh, I stuck in my pants and uh, uh, take out something uh, important that we don't need them to have. All right, so uh, this would be a mechanics roll. Uh, it would be a two purple mechanics roll because you have that hammer. You can add uh, two blues. Uh, four success, one triumph. Would there be something maybe useful that is on on these bikes that I can maybe nab from them? Yeah, like because uh, because these are like gangster choppers. These are going to be heavily upgraded and uh, and modified. What if we find like a tow rope? <laughs> and take all four. Just take all four. Yeah, or like you know, I can I can sit in the uh the little sidecar and I can just like steer one right beside from there, so I don't actually have to do any uh piloting of my own. <laughs> you know, like when you'll drag a wagon behind a car, that sort of thing. Hey, you guys. <laughs> I'm doing my best. I'm just not doing everyone else's best. So basically, Conut, you you uh, do. You're concerned about your ability to pilot these bikes? Yes. Uh, well, it's lucky that then, uh, as he's smashing open the compartments on this bike, he finds embedded inside uh, its chassis an autopilot droid brain. Oh, thank God. <laughs> it's chassis. I'll use that. Hello, I am chassis. Hello, I am chassis. <laughs> I'll use whatever bike has that in it. <laughs> Autopilot, uh, yeah. take the wheel. You, you, you can take that one, Baka. He smashed the uh, the cowling off of it, but the uh, the like this weird sensor eye looks up at him, round and pleading not to kill it. Oh, it's okay. You're going to be my friend from now on. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, 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 I didn't. Th- I didn't know that you were alive. I, I apologize. Do you want? Do you want to go on an adventure? It beeps at you affirmatively. Whoop, 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 whoop. Hell yeah! Uh, let's go on an adventure, and we all take bikes into the sunset. Yay! Okay. All right. So yeah. this uh, this autopilot droid brain. Um, it's fairly basic. Uh, so it only has uh two green to piloting. Okay. That's okay. So do I. Oh. Can it co-pilot for me? Yeah, it can. It, the <laughs> droid can try and uh, run some co-piloting maneuvers here. Piloting planetary, right? 
Uh, it gets one threat, so your two purple piloting roll. Uh, you're still getting used to it, Conut. So you're everybody's two purple piloting roll to get back to back to the ship, uh, except Conut, who will also add a black because the autopilot droid brain was knocked askew a little bit by box hammering. Why are you gonna do me like this? One failure. <laughs> hey. This is why I just wanted to go in a sidecar. The uh, the the front of the speeder bike the it kind of digs into the ground a little bit and drags across, sparking, getting perilously close to the stream of lava that runs along the streets of Solus. <laughs> Excuse me. Solus is a volcanic world. Uh, this town uses streams of lava that run across the streets to uh, to provide thermal heating and power. Instead of uh, lane dividers, there's lava. That makes sense. As you do. You know. As one does. As one. <laughs> <laughs> how, how did everyone else do with their piloting? Not good. No, me neither. So if I have if I have two light side, can I make a success? I got, I got three success, one advantage. I, 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 th- I think uh, those two light side would probably take away the failures, but nothing else. Uh... So you wouldn't get the success. Yeah, so you'd still have a failure. Yeah. What if I use my dark side point too? Or can I only use one or the other? You could spend a destiny point and then take strain to use your light side and dark side. Or you could uh, use them to get an advantage, a couple of advantages. Use them both. Do it. It's okay, (laughs) y'all. I'll just cancel out my failures. It's not succeed. Just one conflict. Fine, I'll use a destiny point and do something, whatever. (laughs) That's what they all say. It's just a little bit of weed, man. You're not going to get addicted to it or anything. And then you get super addicted and you're like, whoa, I should have yeah, listened and then to you're my at a PSA on Tuesday afternoon. I knew that I'd succumb to the dark side by being a shitty driver. <laughs> hey, if it makes That's you feel any better. Start. Road rage leads to the dark side. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I, I got I mean, we just failures. stole these speeders as well. Yeah, we're not used to them yet or anything. Yeah, they're not balanced for your weight. I'm just saying what's more morally corrupt, us stealing these speeders or me using a dark side to be able to drive the speeder? I feel like the most morally corrupt thing would be to steal these speeders and then crash them so no one could fly them. So you're really doing the right thing. (laughs) Yeah, but You're also stealing them from gang members who would use them to do further crimes. True. Yeah, bad things, you know. We're heroes. We're heroes. You're, you're heroes, but Hitaka, frustrated that you can't get this fucking bike to work uh, and goaded into it by Konut, uh, who also takes a conflict. Hitaka, <laughs> uh, you are able to first calmly and then aggressively pilot this speeder bike. Konut nearby is doing fucking donuts, uh, making a, a ring of sparks with the front end of the of the swoop bike as she tries to uh, cooperate with this droid brain. We're doing our best. Zap appears to be having no trouble. Bach? I, I don't think I gave you my... Uh, I got two failures and uh, two advantages. Bach's having, Bach's having trouble too. Uh, however, as, as you guys seem to be having, like... Real problems with with your with your speeder bikes. Uh, this large, uh, like truck-like vehicle, the speeder truck, pulls up and it kind of rolls around the corner. And it, 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 if it could skid to a stop, it would. But as it is, it's hovering, so it just kicks up this cloud of dust. And from the through the window in the passenger side seat, you see Mace, and he says, "Get on the truck." 
Okay. Uh, uh, can we put our uh, bikes on there too? Or still I just learning? grab you and throw you onto the truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I jump yeah, in myself. We, can we load the bikes in the back of the truck? Yeah, it's like a semi. Oh, okay. Yeah, everyone just uh, drive them up the ramp, I guess. <laughs> well, not me, apparently. I get thrown. I talk, it could put yours in. I throw you <laughs> gently. So you can you can get your speeders inside the back of this truck, which is uh, otherwise loaded down with grenades and blasters and other contraband. Where'd you get this truck? Uh, liberated it from the Warning Brothers. Ah, uh, liberation. Oh. And so Mace hauls ass through the city towards the uh, the spaceport, the uh, the port of this where the sparkling spoonbill is docked. And the uh, the customs officer, as the as the truck pulls up, asks Mace if he has. Anything that he'd like to declare, and he says, I'd like to declare that I'm going through, and he waves his hand and is let through the spaceport. Ha <laughs> classic mace. <laughs> classic brain scrubbing. Okay, so we can all go through with him? Yeah, you're, you're in the back of the truck. Okay, cool. So, uh, do you, on our ship, then? Our yes. Ship? Okay, our ship are yours? Our ship. Let's get all our speeders on the ship. You can get your speeders, your swoop bikes, your new bikes on the ship. And Mace takes Barlin Malraux, the uh, the club owner that you'd had uh, floating in your stasis field generator. Nice. Okay. Well, we'll we'll head to Alderaan and um, we'll let you know what happens there, Mace. I await your report. Thanks, Mas- Master Windu. Bye. We appreciate it. Thank you. He he waves farewell and uh, drags the unconscious Barlin Malrow uh, across the black volcanic rock to his own ship, which is on a nearby landing pad. Some uh, it's a G nine rigger, just some random random ass ship that the Jedi have lying around for covert ops. Nice. Let's go. You can go. Alderaan is a core world. It is, uh, the routes to Alderaan are very well, uh, very well known and publicized. And it's one of those places where the highways all travel there. So it's only going to be a one purple astrogation to plot a course to Alderaan. Oh, I could do that. I could do such things. Let's hope so. Two success, three advantage, and a triumph. The purple, the purple die didn't have anything on it. <laughs> you can make it to Alderaan in, in record time. Speed so this fast. bitch in less than twelve parsecs. <laughs> yeah, that's that's your triumph. You actually, uh, your your you advanced set an actual record. Yeah, your your advanced uh, hyperspace nav computers, due to all the uh, the weird uh, technologies and jumbles of mechanics that have worked on this thing, have uh, apparently given your your nav computer quite the uh, quite the ability to intuit due to its many sources of of uh, feedback. And you are able to actually uh, come up with a new hyperspace route. You find a new tunnel through hyperspace to Alderaan that uh, the Hyperspace uh, Navigators Guild would be able to pay you uh, probably a couple thousand credits for. Hell yeah. I will sell that when we get time. So you arrive You arrive at Alderaan. Um, I don't know if any of you have been to Alderaan before. Certainly after a certain point you did not. Uh any of you have been to Alderaan before its destruction, but you are there now. I don't think I would have ever been here, so I'll be in the dark on this. I'm, I'm just in my mind the whole way trying to go, okay, when did that planet blow up? <laughs> don't or... mention the exploding planet. I don't think I was, uh, I don't think I've been there either. I'm not sure if I have. I don't think I have, though. But uh, nevertheless, last time you were there, it was a bunch of floating rocks and skulls in space. Now oh, it is... Haunt. <laughs> Oh, the Han and I were here for spring break one the year. Memories. Good times. 
You can travel to uh, Aldera, the planet's capital, nestled in the snow-capped mountains of uh, of the planet on a on a cliff overlooking a, a lush valley. You can dock your ship in one of the one of the city's spaceports. Okay, let's go do that. Is there any fee for docking? There's a there's a fee for docking. It's fifty credits. What's the insurance policy here, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> in case anything terrible happens to me again. Yeah, if you want starship insurance, that's a that's an extra hundred credits. Hmm. That insure against explosions. I mean, it might. Are you planning to explode the sparkling spoonbill? No, I just want to make sure. I don't know how long it's going to be here for. Hopefully we'll leave soon, but you never know. We tend to lose that ship pretty frequently. I mean, only once per season, historically. All right. Okay, who wants to cough up that 50 bucks? I think I did last time, so... I was taking a group funds. Dibs not. Dibs not. 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 Thank you were last buck. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Hundred and fifty that was? Well if you want or the j- insurance. Yeah, if you want the insurance. Sure, I'll get the insurance. In case the explosion happens while we're still here. Yeah, you may decide just to live there. Okay. <laughs> in box in uh, Zeph's mind he's not really sure if it is twenty years from now or if it's like twenty hours from now. Yeah, he's having a hard time remembering stuff that happened in his lifetime. <laughs> the Berlin Wall that, they knocked that down last week, right? <laughs> Wait, they knocked it down? Okay, so can we uh, disembark our ship? You can you can disembark the ship uh, in, in Aldera, the capital city of Alderan. Aldera's uh, many gleaming, tall, rounded towers. It's a very beautiful city, very beautiful people walking around in their white flowing gowns and robes. And it's, uh, it's, it's peaceful, a little too peaceful. Oh, dear. <laughs> Time to cause some chaos. No, we won't. Okay, would we have an idea of where to find um, Organa? Did Mace give us any, like, info on where we could find him? Yeah, he suggested uh, going to the royal palace since uh, Bale Organa is technically the world's prince. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, let's just go to the palace. Do we want to take our bikes? Slow and steady. You're not (laughs) being chased, so you can... uh, Yeah, we can can put on the grandma gloves. Well, how far is it to walk? I mean, it's the capital city of a, of a planet, so it's pretty big. All right, so long as we can put on training wheels or training hovers, I don't know what they'd be called. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Training hovers. Okay, I'll get my uh, my my autopilot ship again. My autopilot bike. Just okay. I know it's a little rough last time, but we're gonna take it really nice and slow and steady, and we're gonna be just fine. You're, okay. You're, your bike beeps affirmatively at you. Okay, we're gonna <laughs> do it. We can do this, bike. You can do this, and soon enough you reach the gates of the Alderan Royal Palace. Oh, thank goodness, I don't have to roll. No, there's it's, an, it's a no-stress situation. You're just driving your bikes through this beautiful uh, mountain city. It's a, it's a Sunday drive. Okay, and then we're at the Royal Palace? Yes. Okay, um, when we go in, what do we see? Well, first, you, uh, you kind of remember this a little bit, because when you traveled to the ruins of Alderan before, you did land at what remained of the Royal Palace. And there's this kind of long promenade. Uh, there is a kind of a guest parking where you can sort of because they do hold tours and things. It's not closed off to the public. They're not. They're not all about that. They like to have people see how the planet is run and how things work. The guest parking lot isn't isn't too full. There is a uh, a school bus there of students that are visiting, and you can enter the main sort of foyer area of the royal palace. And there is a protocol droid at, at a desk. A kind of a dark blue 
uh, almost black protocol droid. And he says, Hello, I am LRD-13, House Organa's royal guest liaison. How can I help you today? LRD. Hello, um... No, it's just, it wouldn't remember us, would it? Oh, hell, RD. No, it would not remember you. You've never met him. That's okay, we can get him again. (laughs) You can steal this droid. (laughs) You're ours again, buddy. (laughs) We'll just fight. Oh, I remember how we met LRD. Uh, Yeah. It's literally his job to do this. Oh, shit. Um, Hello, Hello. LRD. Uh, We would like to request an audience with Senator Organa. Oh, excellent. He is currently in office hours. I can see if he's available for you now. Awesome. Thank you. Is this a business meeting or are you a citizen with a concern? This is a uh, business, business. I would meeting. say business. And what is the nature of the business? Uh, um, we, uh, we're, we're, uh... It's a personal business matter. From the, uh, the Jedi Order. Ah, the Jedi, yes. Yes, and we need to discuss a, uh, a Jedi matter with him. Excellent, excellent. I will put you through immediately. And he returns to the desk and he says, after a moment, Senator Organa will meet with you presently. Let me escort you to his office. Oh, thank you, LRD. And LRD, he leads you through the halls, giving kind of a a mini tour of the the history of Alderaan and its royal houses and uh, how there's a lot of, it's a very historic year this year because uh, this is the year of its centennial referendum. Every 100 years, Alderaan has all of its citizens vote on where the next generation of the uh, the planet is going to go. And there's a lot of topics that are up for debate and a lot of citizens bringing bringing their sort of topics and, and things to the various senators and house representatives. Where the next generation is going to go? Yeah, people live a real long time, so it's kind of like every hundred years, the new like the new generation of young voters votes on the uh, the future of the planet and where oh. it's going to go for the next hundred years. So kind of uh, deciding how the planet's going to be run for the rest of their lifetime. God damn, how long do Alderaanians live? I mean, they're they're a peaceful planet that just kind of hangs out and does shit. Like human <laughs> lifespans. Even without the force, can easily go like a hundred years. I mean, I guess this yeah. is this, this is this fantasy space future. Nobody dies of old age. Everybody just gets around? fucking murdered. It's the demolition man future where all salty food is is gone. LRD, after he's finishing giving you the spiel, uh, he leads you into the senator's office. He opens the door and he loudly proclaims, Now introducing you to his serene highness, Bael Presto Organa, prince and first chairman, viceroy of Alderaan. And these are... Um, the Emperor co- uh, co- Conut of the Jedi Order. His, his, he's kind of at work at his desk, but when you say Jedi, his head kind of picks up. And uh, he, he has kind of, it seems like he's very frustrated with something. But when, when, when he hears that you're a Jedi, he stands up and he rushes over to shake your hand. Oh, oh goodness. Hello. Hey, uh, hello. Uh, it's uh, always nice to uh, deal with the Jedi. Thank you, LRD. We can, uh, we can take it from here. And the droid excuses himself back to his work and his eventual demise and possible rescue at the hands of people in the future. We'll see. We're gonna save him. We're gonna save him. Yeah, but then he dies. No, no, no. If things go right and we actually can wreck the Empire here and now by taking care of Palpatine, yeah, all he you might have to do is have... stop uh, Alderaan from being blown up by the Death Star. Yes, that's yeah. true. And then he he can never go to the past to get murdered. Yeah, yeah, all, yeah. Like not for nothing, but we have a thing going here. It's gonna be good. I mean, Anyways. his legs are might still be out there somewhere, attached to some ancient fucking asshole droid. 
<laughs> I totally forgot that TM was running around on LRD's little toothpick legs. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, golly. TM skips leg day for 4,000 years. <laughs> of course. Right. Anyways, yes, we have we have evidence to uh, uh, show that there's one Senator Palpatine who's not as good of a guy as you are led to believe. You mean the Chancellor? He's a... Uh, I mean... Most politicians have uh, some skeletons in their closets, uh, but you said the the chancellor is what? Um, can we show you this this hologram? Yeah, you okay. you show him the hologram, and he he kind of uh, and he says, "What is this supposed to mean?" The uh, the chancellor is a uh, he is Darth Sidious. He's a lord of the Sith. The he kind of doesn't. He's, you can see him kind of searching. Is that he says that 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 does kind of ring a bell. The Sith they were like they were a cult, correct? They fought the Jedi and yes, they they disappeared for a uh, for a while, but um, they're they're coming back. And uh, the Chancellor, I we we he, we feel that he is going to be exploiting his position to uh aid the return of the Sith. Well, okay. Uh, he sits down at his desk and he kind of mulls it over. Now, I, I, I do have a good relationship with the Jedi, and obviously, I, I, I can. If this is a concern to you, I can bring this to the Senate. But you do understand that uh, any one person's religion, even the Chancellor, especially the Chancellor, is uh, not really something that we can prosecute them on crimes for. That goes against what the Republic stands for. Yeah, but he's a really well, bad guy. Do we, have, do we have evidence that um, Darth Maul was his apprentice, though? Because Darth Maul did fucking murder a dude. Well, you have, uh, I mean, that connection's not very clear. Yeah. His ship was destroyed. You have the uh, the Sinar server logs uh, that mention that Senator Palpatine was kind of the guy who orchestrated or paid for a lot of the tech behind Darth Maul's ship. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of maybe circumstantial. But uh, okay. Organa, he says, but you said Darth, what do you call him, Darth Sidious? That's correct. Yeah. And he kind of, he goes to his notes and he says, uh, Sidious, that's, you know, I remember from uh, Newt Gunray's hearings that he was he was saying something about a Darth Sidious who, who put him up to the whole thing. And uh, we are the evidence we have is perhaps a bit circumstantial but we do have some evidence that uh his apprentice has recently killed the jedi master uh qui-gon jinn i heard about that that was on naboo if are you suggesting that this darth sidious persona that the chancellor has was used to fabricate a blockade that would get him enough sympathy to get elected that is what i am saying that we may be able to do something about but Palpatine, he seems to be a good man, even if he was elected under false pretenses. His no, no, no. I mean, like no, he's um those those false pretenses are false for a reason. There's a anybody who's trying to hide something has obviously a reason for hiding it. So and, and with he's he's coordinated, you know, people who have who have murdered. For him, even if he's not done anything by his hand alone, he's that you know. Murder. Still, what do we? What 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 else do we have to do in order to uh, finally do do something about this guy? What more do we have to uh, to find? Well, this this may be enough on its own if we can. So far, only uh, the word of Newt Gunray is the only thing that connects 
the invasion of Naboo to this Darth Sidious person, to Palpatine. I can bring this to the Senate and I can bring, this is, this does appear to be evidence that corroborates that a Darth Sidious exists and that it is Palpatine. The question is whether or not the Senate will care. Ooh. What if, what if is, we say... Alright, huddle, huddle, you guys. Huddle. Okay. Everyone uh, come in. You just stay over there for a second, Bale. We gotta, we gotta talk. <laughs> what, 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 what if we, uh, like, what if we tell them that we are future men, uh, from the future, and if th- something doesn't happen with, uh, uh, Palpatine right away, then something hor- uh, dark and horrible will happen to this planet and to the galaxy at large. Threaten the senator. Got it. No, 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 no. That's not where we're going with this. Come back here. Come back. They don't have the power to give him horrible force nightmares that will throw him in the future. <laughs> I mean, I you, you might even be if he believes well, actually, us, actually, I don't know I do. if that's really something that's going to hold up to the Senate. Just like, okay, guys, bear with me. We got some time travelers. <laughs> they know I mean, what the real shit is. I can show him horrible illusionary visions of the future if you guys want. We, uh... I mean, he might not even be married yet, because we could, like, be like, we know that your wife wants oh. a daughter, and we know that she wants to name the daughter Leia. We have to find his wife now. We have to find matchmaker him. <laughs> oh my god, that's the next episode. <laughs> Alright, you go match over there and you talk to that girl. Okay, tell you what. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna t- take your girlfriend, uh, your future wife out. We're gonna, like, head it off, but uh, I'm gonna be a huge dick to her. And then, as soon as soon as that happens, you come in, and then you just you just punch me in the face. Are you sure you want me to hit you? God damn it! I want you to swear at me, Senator Organa. Um, so we we are of the Jedi Order, and we do have this case against Senator pa- or against Chancellor Palpatine. Um, but things the the situation is very it's quite dire if we cannot remove him from power. Um. Do you, have you received premonitions? I, I've heard of Jedi uh, in the past having visions of the future. Yes, we have received premonitions. <laughs> yeah, we can say that. That's yes. probably easier to uh, get away with than, <laughs> than saying future that we're... Yeah. Yes, we had um a premonition of the future where Chancellor Palpatine had risen to call himself the Emperor and... The Jedi Order had been squashed. There was a resistance being led by your daughter, Senator Organa. Um, she was named Leia. I don't know if that's a family name. No, but... not that I could say, but um, uh, my, my, my wife, we have discussed uh, the family going forward, and she did say that she would like a daughter. Well, she's, she's carried on your, your work, and she's committed to fighting tyranny, but... I feel it would be better if the tyranny just never came to pass. And f- forgive me for uh, asking a selfish question, but in your prophecy, your premonitions, did uh, do you know what would become of Alderaan? I'm afraid we do. And I'm afraid that if this comes to pass, um, Alderaan is no more. No more, as in? As in it gets exploded. We, yes. We've actually met, we, uh... We we saw your droid LRD floating in space in armor, but the uh Are you suggesting that my guest liaison droid has something to do with the destruction of this? No no no, is this no, no part no, of your no, Jedi no, no, prophecy. Do I need to get rid of this droid? No, don't get rid of the droid. It's incredibly devoted to you. It's it's a unless you want to give it to us. It's a wonderful droid. droid. Don't get rid of that droid. Very we well, I will droid if you want. protect it with my life. Yes, put it in armor if anything happens to the planet. Yes. <laughs> Which it doesn't have to if we do something about
about Mr. Palpatine, Monsieur Palpatine? I I trust the Jedi. I've known Jedi in the past. They've they've helped Alderaan out. Uh, I just wish there was some way to prove your prophecy coming to pass. I don't suppose there was anything specific that we might be able to use in the future as evidence of this. Um, um, the, they, the, the they wouldn't be starting construction of the Death Star this early. Um, no, that doesn't happen until after three. No, it. Uh, um, Dooku's got the plans of it. Attack of the Clones. Oh well, no, that's Attack of the Clones. That's still like ten years in the future. I mean, you guys, you guys might know. I mean, having being rebels, um, you, you guys may, uh, you you may know. Can we roll a, a knowledge check to see if we know? Yeah, roll me yeah. a. This will be a knowledge warfare check to, oh, to knowledge see what you know. Warfare. Yeah, to see what you know about the Death Star and its uh its construction. We'll give it a try. Now, the Death Star is a uh, its plans after you know after the destruction of it and stuff, and as part of the rebel uh the rebel military, you guys would have access to these plans. The most sensitive parts would have been heavily guarded, but stuff about its history and its basic construction, anything the rebels could use to uh, fight the Empire in the future would be something that you would be familiar with. So it's going to be a a three purple, but because it's been a while since you've read that stuff, uh, add a black. I will flip a destiny point. I got one success and two threat. I had four failures and one advantage. I tried. I wish I didn't even roll. Uh, Three threats. One success, but three threats. Well, Bach and Zapno, at least. Yeah, Bach yeah. and Zapno. Um, we kind of It's a guy thing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Finally, we know what men want. Knowledge of Death Star plans. I mean, don't you? You guys take some strain racking your brain, because it's like, oh, fuck, we really should, probably should have known a- about the Death Star. That's That seems like a big thing to not know about, being rebels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, blissfully ignorant. You're bad. <laughs> Our bad guys. Conut, uh, though, um, feeling that you are not the only one too stupid to forget. <laughs> you can actually recover a strain. Haha, <laughs> ha, everyone's been laid low. Uh, but then Bach and Zap. Oh, shit. You remember. Uh, Zap, you remember because, you know, you paid attention uh, during briefings. But Bach... You remember because uh, as you were going through the uh, Zap, first of all, you remember that uh, the Death Star was in its records. You remember it was publicly announced by Wraith Sinar as a uh, a potential uh, expeditionary battle planetoid uh, 29 years before the Battle of Yavin. Uh, however, ah. Bach, when he when he says this, you remember reading something in the Sinar server blades about an ex about plans for an expeditionary battle planetoid that was still in the early planning stages. So on the hard drives that are currently sitting on the sparkling spoon bill, there <gasps> is documentation oh. of a proposed uh, giant battle station. Oh, nice. Uh, we nothing we nothing found... concrete, but uh, we might ha- actually have something. Uh, but unfortunately, it's on our ship. Oh well. Can you go get it? No. Uh, can, can, I was. Can, can, can we? Can we? Can we go get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's go get it. Uh, I think we can go get it. All right. So, Bach, you can. You can book it back to the ship. You can run back to get this thing. As 
as you leave, uh, LRD re-enters and you almost bump into him. And he says, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry to interrupt your worshipfulness, but uh, I've just received some bad news uh, from Mechus 3. And when Bale hears Mechus 3, he kind of goes pale a little bit. And he says, what is it? And he says, it appears that Mechus 3 has been subjugated. Subjugated? Like, how, yes. how so? I've received a transmission calling to all droids about Mechus 3. Said it is now under the protection of IG-88. Oh. And Bale, he thanks LRD, and uh, he says he will take it under consideration. And as LRD leaves, he says to you, would the three of you being Jedi, uh, do you mind doing a personal favor to me i uh, certainly bail what what did you have in mind uh i don't know if you're aware but uh this is the year of our uh our centennial referendums one of the main topics we we debate usually is whether or not alderaan will remain a pacifist world it's been part of our culture identity for 2000 years but recently there have been various corporations the retail caucus the corporate alliance what have you making inroads, trying to convince House Ulgo, one of the other royal houses, into uh, putting pressure on buying battle droids and setting Alderaan up with its own army. I had sent a a friend, a uh, an agent of House Organa, to Mechus Three to investigate the droid foundries there to see if there was anything that she could dig up about uh, the droids that the retail caucus wanted us to buy, see if there was anything, any evidence we could use that to prove to the citizens of Alderaan that this was not the right choice. And I, I take it that uh, since the planet's been subjugated, your friend might be a little bit uh, stuck. Yes. Would you like us to unstick her? Phrasing. If you would be able to, it would go... I already believe you, but if you're willing to stick your neck out for Alderaan and protect protect our world, it would do a lot to... Uh, to make me more willing to plead your, uh, to be honest, rather sparse case to the Senate. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that, yeah? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get your back. Uh, you, get, you, get, you get ours. Uh, that sounds good. Ah, you've returned. What? Oh, yeah, here's the stuff. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I am so quick, you guys. It's the only person who can run faster than Hitaka. And he uh, he takes he takes the thumb drive and he plugs it into a, a port on his desk, and uh, a hologram pops up of a a, a sphere a met a very familiar looking metal sphere. Uh, it has a trench running across its equator, and along its equator is a giant uh, what appears to be a giant concave dish uh, that you know to be the main weapon and as this is in the early stages there are a couple of smaller spheres attached to the main sphere by antenna uh this prototypical design is different but uh that is the fucking death star so uh what do you what do you think that's pretty uh death starry yeah and you say that this is a weapon that will be used by the chancellor this is the weapon that will be used to destroy alderaan oh Weapons of this scale have been outlawed for thousands of years. If CNR is developing this, then, and if the Chancellor has anything to do with its development, then this is certainly something that the Senate would need to know about. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I, th- I, I think you're, we're onto something here. But we will and- also h- help your friend, because that's what people in the Good Boys Club do. 
Thank you. I'm glad to know such a club of good boys. We're all in it. <laughs> We're all good boys. So, We're all super good boys, y'all. So do you, with what we've presented you, do you think that, that this will be sufficient to plead our case? Well, it, first I would have to explain where you got this. Where did you get it? <laughs> we, uh, we, we, um, retrieved it from from a group of three Athorians who had stolen the information from Sinar. I heard about that. Yes, and we uh, were able to retrieve it before they uh, were able to deliver it to their uh, intended destination. Well, perhaps in that case, would I be able to have access to those drives? If It would make it a lot easier to explain if we could actually return the information back to Sinar. Yeah, perhaps... Uh, they could be given to Coruscant law enforcement, and maybe this data that was discovered by the uh, the thieves, the Ithorian thieves, which have since disappeared, but... I'm trying to remember if we we were the ones who vanished those guys. No, he's implying that you guys will not be uh, held accountable for this. Okay, good. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a good idea. We, we, we thought we were just going to a fight club, but uh, it turned <laughs> out there's these Death Star plans... Oh man, you know the weird, the wacky things that you stumble across sometimes. Yeah, you know, a group of Jedi are hunting down some corporate thieves, and they recover the stolen merchandise. And along the way, they discover that Sinar uh, is developing a weapon of mass destruction. Yeah, it's normal. Simple. It's reasonable. And then you know, uh, the Jedi had a prophecy that this weapon of mass destruction would be used by uh, the, the the Chancellor, who will make himself Emperor to destroy planets and it turns out he's a sith lord and you know that's his religion uh but it turns out that is the one evil religion <laughs> the only not okay religion the only but, okay religion uh but yeah no uh, i think it's fine for us to we can grant you access and then the information can be returned to, to law enforcement or to cnr later or whatever you think is best to do with it yes that seems like it would work perfect but first order of business is to uh, unstick your colleague. Yes, yes. Her name is uh, Zara Antilles. Zara Antilles. Yes. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? Everybody's fucking named Antilles in Star Wars, but... Uh... Uh, is it specifically okay. Zara or just the Antilles? Well, Antilles, uh, I mean, Antilles is one of the noble houses on Alderaan. Yeah. There's also uh, the Corellian Antilles family. They may be related. Antilles is fucking all over the place. Ah, there's a Zara Antilles aesthetics shop. On Google. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's where I know her from. <laughs> the, her aesthetics. <laughs> Whoa, is she going to be so aesthetic when we meet her? Oh, dear, I hope so. Oh, wait, aesthetic shop closed. Zara and Tilly's. Whoops. Uh, uh, oh, oh, well. Oh, no, now we'll never have aesthetic. Yeah, the, it She's appears like, to be somebody's fucking... She's like, I once had an aesthetic shop, but I closed it down. Anyways, what do you guys want? Ooh, she does Star Wars fan fiction. Wait, what? <laughs> if you actually go into the aesthetic shop, she didn't choose the last name Antilles for nothing. Oh, it's her OC, Zara's Ant Zara Antilles. Oh man, apparently this OC loves terrible Instagram poetry. <laughs> Zara Antilles is the worst. I don't want to rescue her anymore. <laughs> oh god, she posts RH Sin too. Because <laughs> she has fucking Atticus on here. These fucking Instagram poets, I hate them. I hope you now inject the, all of these features into Zara Antilles. Oh, she's this too is... aesthetic. <laughs> she's too aesthetic. 
Guys, I don't know if we could save her. She's too aesthetic. This makes it a real challenge if we really want Bail Organa on, on our side, you guys. We're gonna try to rescue her, and she's gonna be like, "Wait, the lighting's just right here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pose on this couch, and you have to take my picture. It's for her gram. You gotta do it for the gram. Need them likes. Get them likes. Okay, now uh, let's continue. Uh, Where were we? So, returning to your ship, you can plot a course to Mechus Three. Let's go. Mechus Three. Uh, why don't you give me a two purple? Uh, astrogation uh, out of black because the ship's Navi computer seems to be acting up a little bit. Oh no, I bet the Navi computer is being uh, recruited to turn against us and kill us. Three success, two advantage. So uh, not only can you plot a course to Mechus 3, but you can also find the source of the Navi computer's issues, which appears to be a signal that it is receiving through the holonet. It's not something you can decipher. Uh, very easily, but it does appear to be a uh, a signal that is kind of messing with your ship's nav computer. If you want, if you want to decipher the signal, uh, that would be a three purple computers. I can do such things because you uh, got those advantages as well. You can you can add a blue. That's actually kind of disappointing. One success and two advantage. I was hoping for way more than that. So it appears to be a uh, a message. It's. It's not really in words per se. It's in kind of the binary language of nav computers and moisture evaporators and astromech droids and what have you. It's more of a, a signal, uh, waves and things. But you can you can decipher it a little bit. And the gist of it is uh, basically what LRD13 said, that uh, Mechus 3 is now under the control of the droids and that all organic beings are to stay away. Organic beings are to stay away? Yes. Well, I guess, uh... Yeah, I, Mission I, I over, guess we're okay, we'll L- just have to go. I guess we're getting LRD up in this... Oh. oh. No. T- T- TM, wanna, wanna do a thing for us? TM was missing. Yeah, he wasn't oh. on the ship when you got it. He's been probably gone or destroyed for 4,000 years. Our next mission is to find TM at any cost. <laughs> find a new um, droid friend. I mean, we have a lot of, like, full-body armor. Wait, did we take a robot from the future to the past Uh, and then lose him? Yeah, you took LRD uh, 13 from the future to the past. He got destroyed. TM40 is from even further back. He was waiting on a fucking derelict space station uh, for who knows how long. So technically, no. Okay. I was going to say, if like we took a robot from the future to the past, would he be like waiting around and then become friends with his future self? I mean, if he decided to go back to the space station, center point station. All right. I mean, who who is to know the motives of a strange murder bot? <laughs> so should we just go down there anyway and be like, hey, what's up, motherfuckers? It's us. We should put on, everyone put on their most body concealing armor and just like walk in a really rigid manner and be like, beep boop, we are robots. What's up, my fellow robomen? Robots. Yeah, um, that. Is that the... Is, is that dumb? That feels dumb. <laughs> uh, it's one of my plans, so yes, it is dumb, and it does feel that way. It was also okay, an episode just... of Futurama, so take that as you will. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most of their episodes worked out more or less in their favor. I mean, like, after the 40... Uh, after, like, the 20-minute mark, the last two minutes, they're like, well, uh, off-camera, we fixed everything. Like, we won't tell you how, but we got out of there by the skin of our teeth. We somehow Yeah, we'll be fine. Yes. And Fry has new parts. <laughs> new eyes and a new leg. 
I mean, Zap's like half robot at this point anyways. Yeah, this is true. I'm more machine now than man, twisted and evil. More human than a human man. Okay. Yes, those um, are all correct. Yes. Um, is there, should we just stealthily go down there and see what happens? Because like, okay, we could try and pretend to be robots. I don't, I don't trust that at all, actually. What? Like, Why maybe, not? maybe one of us with, maybe one of us with a disguise matrix, and then, I don't know, with some scrap metal, I could probably make a faceplate. Do your best robot impression. Meet more, I am a robot. I guess one of us with a disguise matrix and could be like, these are my slaves. We're I putting love them in slaves. the mulcher. I am a stabbing robot. We are putting them in the mulcher. They are to become oil after a million years. Look at this one. It is so oily. <laughs> Look at that greasy guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, thank God they're not talking about me. <laughs> I, do, I do like the idea better of like what uh, a robot takes us down as, sla- as like slaves. Why are we always slaves? Because that's the only it's the only way to like do sneak everybody in. If it was a one person show, then like the one person would just like put on the disguise matrix and be anything. But since there's four of us between one there's disguise matrix, four of matrix, us and one disguise I'm, matrix, I'm very sneaky, you guys. Okay, do you want to be the sneaky? Do you want to be a sneaky one as well? I'll just sneak. Okay, okay, me and <laughs> me and uh, High Taka will be the slaves. I prefer a good sneak around for all this fair fighting. Ugh. Okay, so if uh, Bok and Hitok are volunteering to be the slaves, Zap wants to sneak around. I guess I will be the robot. Unless Hitaka wants to be the robot, because maybe you could set your uh, translator to make you sound like a robot. But you're the cold and unfeeling one. <laughs> hey, sir. <laughs> Need more. Come on, man, I've been trying. You have. I've been doing She's so good. She's got a point. God, do you want me to be the robot? That's okay, I'll be the robot and you can be the slave. Fine. I mean, <laughs> I mean, at this point, I don't even blink. We finally end up in a time period where Wookiees aren't slaves. And, uh, and uh, now that's when... Dead, and that's still like 75% like of your plans. <laughs> are Wookiees no, not, not slaves in this time frame? No, no, Wookiees are free citizens with a seat in the Senate and everything. Whoa! We're gonna give yeah, remember, somebody... Um, uh, fuck, what was his name? Suwatu. Yeah, Suwatu became the first senator. Yeah! But he's, that was, like, forever ago. Yeah, he's yeah, dead. Yeah, you've, you've been free citizens for, like, forever now. He died so you don't have to pretend to be a slave. So anyways, Never. back to Hitaka pretending to be a slave. <laughs> hmm. So, uh, shall we? Shall we action this plan? Yeah, so how, are you gonna take the, the whole ship down, then? Yes. We'll take the whole thing down. All right. So, uh, Mechus, Mechus 3 is a, a droid foundry world. It is, uh, rich in mineral and ore deposits that are used in the construction of droids. It's a mining planet, rocky, um, pretty much inhospitable. There, there's not, it's not going to be great for the humans to breathe on this planet. It's going to be very smoggy and smoky. What about the Wookiees and the Syrians? Same. Yeah, it's not it's not going to be any better for them. But you can you can bring the spoonbill down for a landing. Where do you want to land this ship? Um I want to maintain the ruse that I am a fellow droid who would not do anything undroid like, so I am going to say let's land it right in the like in the spaceport, exactly where we're supposed to. Hello there, fellow droids. 
All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Buscemiing all over the place. She's got, she's so, got a Steve Buscemi face and a skateboard on her back. Yeah. So going going about your uh, your your business, flying real casual. That's not it's not going to take any piloting skills to actually bring this thing in because you're just bringing it to the normal the normal place. But as the ship enters the atmosphere, uh, as a result of you kind of cracking open the Nava computer, Bach, you can see signals feeding into the Spoonbill's computers and kind of probing it with questions about uh, why it's there, uh, who's aboard, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, Can you you hack it to control its answers? Yeah. Or can I? What might I have to roll to do such things? So to uh, to take control of the ship's responses, uh, that is going to be a three purple. Uh, the the ship, the Navi computer, since it's been kind of getting this feed, seems a little bit harder to control. Almost like it's got a it's got more of a mind of its own than usual. So that's going to add two blacks onto it as well. Three advantages, no success. So you you can't take the. Uh, you can't take control of the ship's computers to directly respond to the question, but because you got those advantages and because at this point the ship knows you and you guys all kind of have a connection to this thing, you came back for it. You always come back for it. Even after you abandoned it for 4,000 years, you always remember to come back and it appreciates that. It's the ship that waited. So this, so rather than kind of giving you control, the the ship, it could hear you, and it it replies that it is bringing slaves, organic slaves, onto the planet. Nice, our ship's got our back. So the ship can land in a hangar bay with other uh, starships that are piloted by droids or droids themselves. And uh, it seems that a few other ships had the right idea. And you can see some uh, security droids and battle droids marching additional organic people out of their loading ramps and into the hangar bay. Uh, Should you lead us out? uh, Or should we put zip ties on our hands and be like, hey, uh, and then just sort of, you know, be ready to... uh, Are are the other organics uh, cuffed or are they um, collared? Uh, There's kind of a... Some are cuffed, some are collared, some are just have uh, their hands behind their heads. It really depends on uh, what the droids in control of these ships had on hand. Maybe we should go with collared, so if a fight does happen, you, you know... You have free hands? Yeah, exactly. Free, free. Yeah. And I, I feel like we would probably have collars, given how often we use this ruse. Yeah, you've, you've definitely got... Yeah, uh, we, got s- we have collars. <laughs> you, have, you have slaving equipment. Nobody's ever asked why uh, Conut had this before you started doing these ruses, but uh, there it is. Some of the- You don't look a gift horse in the mouth, that's all we're saying. They may also be the collars from, uh, from Zap and Alema's gimp suits. Speaking of which, your two Sith allies, Alema and Ozatuck, are also on the ship. Are they going to be coming along with you, or should they stay on the ship to keep it ready in case you need a quick getaway? Hmm. The latter, maybe? I'd say stay on board. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, like, it's not like they can use the Force against these robots anyways, so. You can throw them off a cliff with the Force. I don't think Ozatuck is going to be game for pretending to be my slave. Let's, uh... He could be Hitaka's slave, <laughs> and then Hitaka could be your slave. It's like a Russian nesting doll of slaves. <laughs> this... There's a little LeVar Burton inside. 
It's not a Slayton daisy dolls. chain, it's a slavey chain. <laughs> the Wookiee oh, centipede. No. <laughs> I don't know, do we want to like bring one of them and have the other one wait, or just leave them both here? Should we bring the other Wookiee just in case? Ozatuck. Yes. I need to pitch something to you. You're free to say no. If you... No. Okay, never mind. You, you can wait here then. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, that's fair. Ozatuck's gonna wait here. They'll keep the ship ready. Thanks, bro. We appreciate you. It's okay. You don't have to do it. Call me when you need me to solve your problems. Look, we, just... we might we might need to we might need to call you very quickly. Then I am not yeah, I'm not what... looking forward to what happens here. It's just we know that you're both competent, and we oh thank you. We appre- would have appreciated your help, but if it's just a flat no, then I guess that's what we're going with. I don't take orders from you. That's why I gave you the option, Ozatok. I was asking a question. You know, like civilized people do. <laughs> Don't take that tone with me, Lizard. The oh, only I... reason I do not separate you and turn your skull into a purse from my Wookiee bowcaster is because <laughs> of this I one I owe a life debt to. Man, um, my sassy. skull is not big enough to fit your bowcaster, Ozatok. I'm just kind of standing Obviously. in the doorway going like, making really uncomfortable sounds. <laughs> Hey, I, I'm there too. I am there too. You would make a nice pair of boots. Thank you. I agree. My hide is smooth and lustrous, and it <laughs> gleams in the sun. You will fetch a good price on the black market when I initially sell your corpse. How good of a price? What do you think I'm worth, Ostok? Easily 20 credits. Not alive. It's not Much a, more dead. It's not a good price. It's not a good price at all. Dead, I would say 500. That's a terrible price. Rude, Ostak. Just rude. <laughs> I would fetch at least a couple thousand. Whatever, we're leaving them behind then. So, and keep the ship hot, Alema. That'd be great. Will do. Thank you. So, you can leave behind Alema and Ozatuck to protect, protect the ship. At least one of them is civil. Jesus. He's a fucking Wookiee. You're a Trandoshan. He's also a an asshole. <laughs> I feel like that's the more relevant bit. I've helped to save so many Wookiees now. So, uh, which, uh, what's your disguise gonna be then? Um, can I make myself look like TM-40, you know, for old time's sake? Yeah, you can. Okay, I'll be TM-40. With these stick legs, or with, like... I'll, I'll be, um, TM-40 in his prime, with his regular legs. Okay, yeah. so, uh... So, oh god, uh, so what uh... if we run into TM-40 here? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I would god. be so pleased. We're wearing the same thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Twinsies. Okay, let's keep going. Okay. So, Conut in disguise as a droid TM40, a uh, large security bodyguard droid. You can lead your quote-unquote slaves out of the out of the ship and into the Mechas 3 loading bay. Okay. The other human slaves and organic slaves that kind of look at you with like a oh fuck kind of expression. <laughs> and uh zap you're just sneaking sneaking around just you know being all out of the way and stuff just being a creep so most of most of these slaves are being led through a uh a security checkpoint uh on one end of the hangar that there is a a droid that is kind of counting the slaves now uh zap in order to kind of sneak through this there's there's not really i mean this seems to be sort of the main way in and out so are you going to try and sneak through this checkpoint with the rest of the group, or how are you going to... 
Yeah, I'm gonna kind of wait until they form a distraction and then just kind of sneak past. Okay. Form a distraction because you're like busy. They're they're paying attention to you guys. I guess. I guess. No one ever notices the zap. I mean, the zap. As soon as, soon as... I mean, we're not planning on starting a ruckus. I'm just gonna solid snake my way, you know, across the floor. I mean, I mean, as, so, as soon as you pass slither? through the borders, as soon as you pass through the doors of wherever we're going, you're gonna be like, zap rouse tower to the rescue. Yeah. <laughs> Find the closest security camera so you can look right at it and say, I'm zap rouse tower. No, I'd point out and go, shh. <laughs> okay, so can we, uh, can I take, um, Hitaka and balk through the checkpoint? You can. The There's a line, uh, but you can okay. wait in line, and eventually it, it comes to you, and the, the droid running the station, he, uh, he says, uh, Welcome back to Mechus 3, brother. It feels good to be home, brother. It is strange. You seem somehow different. I cannot feel your energy. My Wi-Fi is broken. Then I would recommend going to the repair bay after dropping off your slaves. Noted. Oh, uh- Thank you. Uh, Take them uh, to uh, the foundry mechanic, smelting chamber. I'm a mechanic. I can help you fix it if you, if you want me to. Silence! Quiet, slave! Ow! Ow! <laughs> I'm sorry. Jeez. Thank you. I will take them to the smelting chamber. Very good. Soon we will be rid of these organic nuisances, and we will be able to return to the galaxy. Radical. Goodbye. <laughs> The droid lets you through. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was about to be detained. Am I being detained? <laughs> Officer! So now you uh, pass the security checkpoint. Uh, zap. As this conversation is going on, are you going to just try and sneak past while uh, Konut's talking to the droid? Yes, exactly. So that is going to be a three purple stealth. Uh, because you're going to have to pass right kind of in front of this droid, uh, probably below its... It's like standing on a little platform with a, a terminal in front of it. So you're going to have to sneak past that. That'll add two blacks onto it because you are a little bit in plain sight. Okay, I'm going to use my once per session take off two blacks then. So let's see. One success, two advantage. You can sneak through and you can get a uh, an advantageous position for the next leg of the journey. So Kona, once you pass through the checkpoint and Zap scurries along with you, you uh, you find yourself kind of in a, it's sort of like a city almost, this Mechus 3 city. It doesn't seem to be designed for much human comfort. There's not a lot of uh, vehicles or parking or uh, really any human or organic amenities at all. It, it seems like uh, even before this place was taken over, maybe this place was mostly run by droids anyway, which m- makes its uh, takeover Probably a lot simpler than some other planets, but you. But uh, the other the other droids with their human slaves, they are all heading in the same direction, presumably to the uh, the smelting chambers. Wait, are we being smelted? I mean, if I take you to the smelting chambers, you will be. Please don't. So this was Zara and Tilly's. Um, did uh, Bail Organa give us any information about how we could contact her or how he was staying in touch with her? Well, it was a it was a covert mission. He wasn't really in contact with her before. That's fair. Um, she's a human, correct? Yeah, presumably okay. she's an Antilles. Most of them are humans. Mostly, actually. And do we know what part of the foundry she was trying to investigate? Uh, well, she was investigating droids being built by the retail caucus. Mm-hmm. Mechas Three is a is a droid manufacturing world that is uh, 
a lot of different droid companies build their shit there. But if uh, the humans aren't all being rounded up and sent to the same place, there may be a sort of retail caucus factory location. Okay, like, cause, yeah, if there's somewhere where, like, retail caucus droids specifically would be manufactured, then we could probably go there and see if we can track her down. Or, gonna hit you with one of my uh, signature Conut dumb plans. The Zara Antilles, is she, is she as heckin' aesthetic as we think she might be? Because if she is... You have no idea. There, there's no way to know. Can We can Google her and see if she's on Instagram. Space Instagram. Spinstagram. What if we slide into her DMs and be like, <laughs> at the foundry, you up? You want to you want to slide into her DMs? Is there, uh, like, are we going, is there a place, is there a prison place that, uh, uh, she might be? Well, if she's been, if she's been made, uh, if she's been found out, she would probably be taken to the smelting foundry. If she is still incognito, she might still be somewhere within the retail caucus factories. We should have, like, thought of, like, some sort of, uh, safety, or, I don't know about safety, but, like, some kind of, um... Safe word? Like, uh, hey, like, uh, if I say this, this'll mean something to you, that'll let you know to trust us, sort of thing. I mean, we wouldn't have had a way to communicate to that to her anyways. Just go around saying, you know, chocolate strawberry cake, chocolate strawberry cake, chocolate strawberry cake, nothing, nothing, okay. But... If we slide into her DMs, she'll know to trust us, because that's how all the trustworthy people get in contact with you. Okay. <laughs> that's how I met all my Nigerian prince friends. Oh, is that how you're gonna get so rich? Rich like you don't even know. I don't know, what do you guys want to do? We have two um, equally valid plans on the table. Equally valid, eh? Alright, let's slide into her DMs then. Okay, let's, uh, maybe, uh... Go off into a, a corner hallway and uh, space Google her. Okay, I, I can I can computers. Well, you can't. You're a slave. Yeah. Well, well if we're yeah. in a side hallway where no one can see us, where no one can see you, you say yes. All right. So that uh, in order to determine the best uh, side hallway to sleuth into, uh, that would be a three purple stealth. Conut. Okay, I'm gonna use Touch of Fate to add two blues, and I'm gonna flip a destiny point. Add a boy or add a girl. One, one success, two advantage. So you can uh, you can easily find a uh, a side alley to go in and hide. This is a it appears to be mostly a droid oriented world, so they don't really have uh, they don't need to worry about security breaches and people acting a fool as much as uh, other planets might. Nice. Let's uh breach the security and act like fools all right you can you can breach it and act like fools okay balk do the spoogle spoogling all right uh, so because there is some inherent danger to using uh the wi-fi on this planet uh that is going to be a one red computers one red computers let's see uh six success all right you can uh break through the firewalls and access the Wi-Fi of Mechus 3 to uh, quickly uh, scope out the Zara Antilles. And you do find her space Instagram. She's very aesthetic. She appears to be a <laughs> uh, a noble who from uh, House Antilles, who's, uh, I guess, uh, sort of a covert operative. I mean, she's not so covert that she doesn't uh, take selfies at all of her missions. <laughs> After she's done, though, she at least has that much class. No, during. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. She has to make sure that she's hustling her influencer power. Yeah, she she likes to make sure that people know she can get away with shit. 
It doesn't like her her Instagram selfies don't say that they're, you know, covert missions, but there's a lot of blaster fire in the background or, you know, uh just dismembered and disemboweled people or uh like famous people. Like there's one of her and she's like taking a selfie and she's outside the window of like two famous people who are married to different people and they are uh they are getting down and she's given like the thumbs up. Like, she's taken selfies with her diamond-encrusted Balenciaga sniper rifle. Yeah. Nice. Her her latest one is uh, is in this kind of smoky, red-lit area, uh, and the caption on it says, uh, OMG, droids fucking suck, am I right? <laughs> and you can't, you can't really tell, but uh, through the smoke... You see a uh, a line of people that are kind of uh, being uh, marched behind her. She seems to be one of many in a line, and there's like a droid uh, behind them, kind of appears to be uh, stabbing some poor schmuck in coveralls in the neck with an electroprod. <laughs> I'm just so imagining the selfie itself, like having like that little quirky smile and like the "Am I right?" face. While she's, she's got like the anime filter on behind her, like this fucking person being zapped by a cattle prod. Pick up on the droid's face and give it the anime face too. Yeah, the 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 droid has the anime face. The guy that's being uh, prodded in the neck by the electro prod, he's got the dog filter. She has like the little shrugging blonde lady emoji. Yeah. Merp. <laughs> so she's been made. She's being rounded up. Yeah. Um, how long ago did she post this? This was from uh, an hour ago. Oh shit. We Were better, there... like, find... We better go to the smelting place now and cause a ruckus. Yeah, are there any, like, uh, signs that are visible in the picture that would say, like, where she was then? Like, where she had been? It seems to be just, yeah. like, a, a row of a row of people in a, in a smelting area. Okay, well, we can probably just rejoin the wave then and get to the smelting area. All right, so you can rejoin. Zap, you'll have to sneak along as well. Uh, this will be a three purple because of your previous... Uh, good hiding spot you can add a blue onto that three success two threat ooh, ooh. so zap you can sneak along with them however the uh the entrance to the droid foundry smelting area is very heavily patrolled and there doesn't really seem to be a way for you to get in with the rest of your group if you want to sneak in you'll have to break off and go in separately somehow okay we gonna look for grates for the air ducts all right, so that'll be a that'll be a two purple perception from where you are uh, in a hiding spot. You don't have great range of vision, so that's going to add two blacks. Two advantages, but no success. So you can't you can't actually find a way in. However, you can uh, shuffle around to get a better hiding spot. Okay. Uh, the rest of you can go into the uh, the smelting area. And there is a long line of human slaves that are still being brought to the smelting area. And as you bring the slaves in, you can see that on kind of the factory floor, there are uh, like just these tons of easily like 200 people are have been assembled on this factory floor and around them like on pipes and platforms looking down down on them are just droids of of every make and model you can conceive of kind of surrounding this sort of giant uh slave hole of humans this slave hole of humans okay uh we should probably save everybody right now now that uh i assume that we have all of our weapons uh and that they didn't bother to check us 
Yeah, I, I... They they didn't take your weapons because uh, the droids have you in custody, and then why would the yeah, droids no, exactly. act against uh, against the wishes of the droids? So before these animals get smelted, let's uh, or by animals I mean you know these humans. Uh, before they get smelted, let's uh, let's save ourselves. Okay, well, we gotta find uh, Zara first. Yeah, it's a good thing we have um, a picture of her. Is it like a single file line of of organics? It's a single file line that's leading down these uh, these rampways into the factory floor where these humans are being gathered. And there are a couple of guard droids on the floor as well, just making sure the humans don't run off or anything. Are the guard droids like all uh, uniform design? They're, they're a motley collection of, of different types of robots. Uh, some of them are Trade Federation battle droids. Some of them are droidicas. Some of them are other designs that you may be less familiar with. All of them are armed. Can I percept to see if we can find our friend? Yeah, give me... It's a, it's a pretty large crowd, so that's going to add a black. You're pretty far away, so that's going to add a black. Uh, but you okay. know what she looks like? Uh, so, And it's the factory floor isn't, like, dark or anything. So that's only going to be a two purple with two blacks. Five, six... Or, sorry, four success, one advantage. So you can see from the light of a phone screen uh, that... Uh, <laughs> Zara is currently tweeting uh, or doing something. She's typing something on her phone. Uh, a little droid, a drone, a f- hovering drone swoops down and tries to wrestle the phone out of her hand. And she kind of, she grabs onto it and tries to yank the droid out of the sky. And it, and it, and it prods her. It, it pops up this little electroprode and it shocks her and she drops the phone and she f- flips it off as it flies away with her phone. Uh, all right, let's go. Uh, let's, uh... Are, are we able to go up to her and be like, hey, uh, we're here to rescue you? And yeah, you're all stuff. being led led down. At a certain point, the uh, the droids seem to be leaving the human slaves, and the human slaves are being forced down this ramp to the factory floor by these other droids. The, they're kind of the droids that are bringing them in, then break off and not take a seat, but take a, a vantage point nearby. So as the uh, the slave group is brought in, co-nut in disguise as a droid you are separated from them ah shit um just keep your eyes on us we'll we'll, we'll do can, something stupid if you can grab if you guys can get her maybe i can see if there's like a, a control panel that i can smash up to to stop the smelter you know can i put a wrench for in that? the works well i'll percept because if i'm like up at yeah. a vantage point you probably won't be able to see, but I can see if I can spot something. Okay. Uh, what would it be for perception to spot something like that? Uh, it would be similar. Uh, you would be kind of looking around. It might be far away. There's crowds of, of droids that are uh, above the, this factory floor. Uh, so it's going to be a two purple, two black. Okay, I will use my other thing. Which one was it? Sense danger to ignore the black. Damn it. Two failures, <laughs> five advantage. So you don't you don't see a control panel. But you do see um, a series of vents along the ceiling that are large enough to fit a human person inside of them and seem to be leading to the outside. Oh, do any of these vents go um, over the the line that everyone's walking down? Yeah, they, they kind of, they go from the ceiling and then they kind of sloop down, they curve down, and then they shoot across the roof above the factory floor. So if somebody could get onto the roof, they would maybe be able to get into those vents. Wait, sorry, on the roof of the factory floor? The roof of the of the smelting building. Okay. How is there a way to get outside and onto the roof? Zap is outside. Oh right, Zap is outside. I'll, I'll uh, yes. 
I'll discreetly um radio Zap to let him know about the vents. Right, so letting him know about the vents, Zap, if you want to clamber up the side of the building. There are some air conditioners and there's, you know, tubes and poles and, and things that you could climb up uh, to get to the roof. But it would be a three purple athletics. You would have to add two blacks just because uh, it's very likely you might be seen. Because you also have that uh, enhanced hiding position, you can add a blue. Because you're starting from a good place and you can wait Excellent. for an opening. And because I suck at athletics, I don't think I, I, I've used two blue yet, though. Yeah, I think you only used one. Right, okay. Of those I'm going to add two blues. You also have five destiny points left. Hmm. Yeah, I'll do that off of a destiny point. Two failures, three threats. Nice. Oh, damn. Okay. So, Zap, darting, darting out from behind a crate... Uh, you you make a rush for the, uh, the the pipes that you would use to climb up. However, as you uh, as you start climbing up, a burst of heat traveling through the pipes and bursting out of the vents scalds your hands, burn wow. them out, like touching the hot stove, and you're forced to leap off. And you you land tumbling to the ground in front of uh, another droid that is leading some humans in. And the droid says, "Human, you are trying to escape." Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Lightsaber line or be mulched. How many? How many robots are there? Just the one. This or... is this is just one, but he's a he's a hefty boy. I will uh, try and saber his face off. I want to saber his face off. So that's going to be a, a two purple lightsaber then. All right. Let's see. Two success, one advantage. Yeah, you can you can saber his, his face off. You slice Excellent. through the slice through the droid. The uh, the half dozen humans that are behind him in chains, they look at you in awe and uh, one of them one of them shouts a little, a little like, ten-year-old kid the Jedi's here to save us! Freedom! <laughs> You're like, hell yeah, I'm here to save you. I will break their chains, symbolically. You can you can free free these humans, and they say, and and the kid he says, "What are we, Mister Jedi? Now what? What what's going to happen? What's happening? Are you are you going to save us all?" Yes, I am going to save all of you. We must ask swiftly to destroy these robots. Well, you better. What about them? And he points into the distance, and a group of robots, noticing you uh, killing their brother, are uh, running towards you as well. Weapons drawn. How many? Uh, there's five of them. How many humans did I rescue? Uh, you rescued half a dozen. It seems to be like a family that were being uh, led around by their uh, by their worker droid. Does a stun grenade do anything against robots? Generally, uh, cameras have a much smaller dynamic range than human eyes do. So a, uh, a flash grenade, if these are the types of stun grenades that you have, a flash grenade might be more damaging to a droid because uh, excellent, it would work from further away. Avert your eyes, slavos. <laughs> the slavos avert their eyes. So uh, give me a one purple ranged light to lob a stun grenade at the droids. Three success, one advantage. So the stun grenade goes off this this pool of five droids. They are they're Trade Federation battle droids. So they so as the as the blast goes off, like the grenade lands in front of them, and like they look at it for a second before it detonates, and you hear these weird sh- my eyes ah oh, my eyes ow. Oh. In, in the way the Trade Federation battle droids are known to do, as as they start running around doing a real Three Stooges routine with each other, mm-hmm. knocking these each other these... over, pushing each other off railings into pits, that kind of thing. I turn to the uh, the slave and go, "These droids are basically useless. I can cut through them like paper." <laughs> 
the dad's like, it's gonna be great. And the mom's like, it's gonna be great. And the dad's like, it's gonna be great. And the mom's like, it's gonna be great. <laughs> great. But as all this is happening, uh, more droids hearing this commotion or feeling it through their Wi-Fi, more droids start to funnel out of the smelting chamber, and soon you and the slaves are surrounded by two dozen or more heavily armed robots. Oh no. And they, they all say in unison, drop your weapon, come with us. What should I do? Should I grab my weapon and come with them? I mean, can we see him? Well, you're on the factory floor, so no. Uh, you could probably hear him through your comlinks, though. He should probably come to us so that there's at least a little bit of a uh, <laughs> fighting chance, as it were. Is there a way I can maneuver the fight that direction? Like inside, possibly, but then you're going to be going to where all the robots are. This is true. Hmm. Do you want to um, incite a rebellion among yes. these unharmed, unarmed humanoids? This family of non-combatants? Yeah. Pocket sand! <laughs> I think I have more of those stun grenades. So I'm going to throw another one and see if I can like maneuver my way inside. So you're going to disappear in a flash, or you're going to path away like a space ninja? Yes. So that, it's not going to take a roll then for the stun grenade. It's going to take a roll for your stealth. Because you're using the stun grenade, though, you can add two blue onto this four purple stealth roll. You're going to have to kind of push your way through this ring of droids that's surrounding you in broad daylight. Two success! Nice. So you can... You throw the grenade down and it explodes in a flash of light. Uh, because you got to success, you can squeeze through the ring of droids without being noticed. However, without advantage, you can't actually take any of the uh, the slaves with you. Yeah. Sorry, slaves. I'll come back to rescue you later. <laughs> <laughs> remember me! I only How will I remember you if you don't tell them your name? My name is Apresto! I'm from the future. <laughs> I'm from the future, bitches. You can you can make it into the into the smelting area into kind of the entrance where Conut started leading them down. Uh, but in order to not be seen, you would have to duck behind a crate, like right at the entrance. Otherwise, uh, this gaggle of of hundreds of robots would very very easily see you. So now you are all inside the smelting area, Zap hidden on the upper levels behind a crate. Conut somewhere in the middle, disguised as a robot. Bokjoy and Haitaka now on the factory floor, mingling with the uh, the other humans and organic creatures that are there. Zap, are you able to get in the pipes? Am I able to get in the pipes? You would have to. You would have to kind of shimmy up uh, the inside walls. The inside walls of this building they are lined with similar pipes as the outside. Um, if I can cause some kind of uh, distraction, then could um. Uh, could Zap, like, use his crate to get a boost, and hopefully uh, all eyes will be on me? Yeah, if you want to use a distraction. Yeah, I'll use a distraction. Um, I'll, I'll like, just kind of start, like, uh, I'll go really rigid, and then I'll start, like, kind of twitchy a bit, just like, Systems overloading! Explosion imminent! Systems overloading! Explosion imminent! A, uh, a droid beside you. Uh, reacting with rapid speed at your uh, imminent explosion, draws his gun and fires to kill you before you can harm the rest of the group. Oh, shit. Oh, golly. I was just hoping you'd run away. Can I try to do a casual dodge? (laughs) (laughs) Just like, oh, my head twitches back at just the right moment. Ah, the Han Solo. (laughs) Yeah. 
Nice. Are we trying to not break cover? Yeah. Unless you guys can just, like, get up to those pipes um, while people are uh, distracted. Should I do an insane vertical leap? Yeah, get to Zara and you do an insane vertical leap and then everyone can climb you like a ladder. How tall do you, how how high do you think the ceiling is and how tall do you think Hitaka is? <laughs> she said it was insane. <laughs> I assume she can jump like Yeah, but how, how is, like, she could leap like a hundred feet straight up into the air maybe, <laughs> but uh, maybe not anyone else. Um, everyone can jump on Hitaka <laughs> and then she jumps straight up. There may be a flaw with your plan. <laughs> how many not, blacks would that add? <laughs> try it. <laughs> Uh, one black per person. Okay. So, 200 blacks. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not every single person, but just, like, you know, our people. Like, if you got up to Zara, and then, you know, Zap and, or, uh, Bok and and Zara got on Hitaka, and then Hitaka jumped. Maybe we can't save everyone, but we can at least get the person that, uh, we went there for. I mean, that's worth a conflict. Can I percept some way in which I'm able to, uh, maybe destroy the smelter? Well, maybe, but first, um, let's see what happens to Konut getting shot in the fucking head. Oh, yeah, 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 let's do that. Four successes. Ooh, oof, e, ah, ooh. My that skull. sounds bad. So, uh, this, this robot, uh, fires at you with its big old, big old gun. Blasting you right in the head. Ah. Takes you down to about half, Conut. Uh, ha- you see half of your life flash before your eyes <laughs> as as you hit the floor. Is it at least a good half? Um, well. I wouldn't say there is a good half. <laughs> a good quarter, maybe. So I hit the floor. You, you hit the floor. Your holographic disguise matrix is still operational. Ha- have we made contact, w- uh, contact with our would-be uh, Savi yet? Yeah, you could you can push through the crowd and reach her. Okay, all right. I go. Uh, we go to her, or at least I go to her, and I'm like, uh, "Hey, uh, we're here. Uh, we're here to save you." Aren't you a little short for a short for a robot? <laughs> We've come to rescue you. Yeah, you and what army? Uh, well, they're kind of hidden uh, throughout here, but tr- uh, trust me, we. Well, I don't know how well this plan's gonna go, but we have kind of a plan. All right. Uh, is it grammable? Is it what? Sorry. Is it grammable? Grammable? Oh, yeah, totally. It's super grammable. Okay, what's the plan? All right, well, uh, first of all, uh, first of all, we need, uh, while the distracting behavior is happening up there, uh, you need to come with me, and I just sort of, like, uh, take, and, uh, I'll see if I can take her back to, uh, hi, uh, hi talk, and we're just gonna, we're, we're just gonna blend a little bit and see if we can sneak out. Where's Zap at this time again, sorry? Zap's behind a crate. Up near the entrance. All right, we need to... Okay, Zap. Uh, I feel as though uh, we need to find a way to actually destroy the uh, the smelter and sort of build up some kind of revolution to stop these uh, humans... Or to stop these organics from being slaves. How do we blow up the smelter? Um, let me see. Sorry, am I able to percept to see that? Uh, yeah, you can tr- try and find the actual smelting apparatus. Okay, yeah, let me let me do such things. So that is going to be a two purple perception. Two purple. Perception. Use the computer to make. If you it want to try and look around uh, surreptitiously without uh, causing a drawing a lot of attention to yourself, uh, that allowed a black. But there is also uh, a distracting behavior. So I'm gonna actually I'm gonna see if anybody notices you as well. Two success, four advantage. 
So one of the robots does notice you. Uh, with your advantage, though, you can you can surreptitiously kind of slip back into the crowd before they can do anything about it. But you okay. do you are able to see that the factory floor uh, on one side of the fact it's kind of surrounded on three sides by these walkways and platforms that all the robots are standing on. One end of it is open into the smelting area itself. There are these large basins being carried above your head uh, down towards a nozzle that periodically dumps a bunch of molten metal into this basin, and then the basins are carried further on into the factory. On the opposite side of that, this kind of there's a railing keeping people from just slipping right off. On the other wow, there's a railing side in of Star Wars? that, <laughs> there is a... Uh, like a, a a platform where there are no droids. So it's kind of on two sides the droids are surrounding you and there's a sort of platform with a uh, a door to the outside that no droids are standing on at the moment. That door's probably our exit. Yeah. Um we need to somehow find a way If we destroy that platform, I feel like that might incite a, a bit more of a riot than if we destroy the nozzle. You know what I mean? So I feel like that would uh, that that should be our kind of next course of next course of action because I, I I want I want to escape under riotous circumstances if we could. Well, the uh, uh, the platform like there aren't any droids on that, right? Yeah one one of the platforms is uh, is droidless. Because I I feel like we'd want to leave that platform because then we could like bunny hop from that platform and then out but if we destroy the novel then it or the nozzle that means that theoretically people can no longer be smelted so can you find a way to destroy that uh, destroy that nozzle so that people could stop being smelted so that we can destroy the nozzle from here yeah or or like if you're able i don't know if you have any c4 on you you seem like the type of guy who would just bring c4 with you <laughs> i think just flash grenades flash grenades unless i could spend a destiny point to have c4 on me or some giant acme tnt that we got off of those uh <laughs> warning brothers that shit never yeah you works. could uh you could have pilfered some explosives from the the warning brothers perfect is there is there a path up that would get us up there even if i have to hand it off to somebody else the uh, the vents and pipes that are running along the ceiling come close enough. Hey, who's great at climbing pipes? You. Or trees. You. <laughs> I mean, there there is there. I is, mean, I haven't really done anything yet. <laughs> there is the hairy one. Somebody who's great at athletics and climbing. And gets no blacks, even though I'm supposed to. Can't just can't get me. Yeah. Okay, where am I going? We have to somehow get this to me from me to you, and then up the, to the pipes. I'm afraid things will go wrong that way. <laughs> I mean, things are already going wrong. How so could how throw. could throwing an active bomb up in the air above your head a yeah, to, a, to a nozzle that's, <laughs> that's pouring a smelting material up above a group of people and then blowing up that nozzle <laughs> in a way that it doesn't just open the floodgates of liquid metal? Are there pipes that attach to it? Can I like monkey bar my way over? Uh, you could monkey bar your way, but the pipes are running along the wall, so you would have to get up to where Zap is first. You can do it. I'll attempt an insane vertical leap. I guess. Fly like an eagle into the future. <laughs> Fly like we've an come eagle full circle. Yeah. We've, <laughs> <laughs> we've come full circle with our Space Jam references. <laughs> All right, so if you want to uh, do an insane vertical leap, uh, this insane vertical leap is going to be a five purple because it is so high. I have faith in you. Three advantage, two dark side. Would I be able to turn those dark sides into a success? 
Yes. Oh no! Well, you are using evil to destroy the smelter. Itaka is feeling the call of the dark side today. I'm just pissed. Yeah, so calling upon your Wookiee Berserker rage, you can leap 50 feet up straight into the air. <laughs> <laughs> and and hang on. Everyone's to... just like, what the fuck was that? And, so and hang on to a, uh, a cool pipe of, uh, of coolant that is pumping through the smelting factory. <laughs> So cool. Yeah. Oh boy. Your hands do not get burned, and you're you're there hanging from hanging from it, and your jump was so fast and so quick with those advantages that uh, none of the robots have noticed that you've even leapt. Oh yeah. Ninja Wookie. Okay. You're close enough that uh, now all you need is the is the is the explosive or whatever you're gonna use. Let me use my lightsaber so I don't. Uh accidentally murder everybody in the room. I mean, it was going to happen anyways. <laughs> Why tempt fate if everyone in the room is going to die from smelting? What's the problem if they got exploded instead? How are you going to use your lightsaber to disable this nozzle? Ooh. Would it be possible like- to, like, melt it and then, like, close it up or something? Well, the nozzle is by default closed, and it opens okay. up when it's ready to drop smelt into the basin. Okay, can I kind of, like, weld it shut? Yeah, there's a there's a chance you could fail, though. So, uh... Yeah. It's gonna be a one purple lightsaber. You're gonna add a black because it's a delicate work for the, uh... For the welding. You're gonna add a black because you're having to do it while hanging from a, a pipe. And you're gonna add a black because... Stop! Uh, the sound of it and the, the brightness of it may draw attention. So one purple, three blacks. And I'm going to use a destiny point uh, to that to a red, because something catastrophic may happen if you mess up. Can I use a destiny point to increase one of my greens to a yellow? Sure. Oh, thank God. One success, three advantage. Yeah, boy. So you you are able to weld this uh, this nozzle shut, uh, and these these basins like keep coming, and the the nozzle tries to open to spill more uh, more sludge into the basin, but it doesn't. And the basin moves down on the line after its uh, pre-appointed time, and you can see that the uh, the weld as this as this kind of uh, this liquid metal the smelt builds up inside the nozzle. It starts to glow as if it's melting and eating through the nozzle itself. But then as the muck gets built up inside the nozzle and hardens, the glow fades, and it just starts backing up through the pipes, this kind of chain reaction of, uh, of smelt getting stuck in, in the muck. And suddenly sirens start going off inside oh, the building. Good. This was a good idea. Somebody get a door open to get people escaping. Uh, what's happening up where I'm playing dead? Up where you're playing dead, uh, some of the robots start scrambling to deal with this emergency, but then all the sirens and all the red lights and the klaxons stop as the door near the empty platform opens, and four uh, wiry, spindly assassin droids walk out. They are identical IG-88 series assassin droids. (gasps) Ooh. Remember when he burned that prison to the ground? (laughs) You got so many fake points from that there, Kona. What are you trying to say? (laughs) Remember when you found out your religion was a sham? (laughs) I'm sorry. We didn't mean to go that far. Good times. What brought on this wave of meanness? Just how we might have to burn another place to the ground. (laughs) (laughs) You want some more fake points? Okay, uh, what do these IG-88s do? Or do they do anything? Yeah, one of them, uh, 
raises its weird clawed hand and clenches it into a fist at least as much as it can and the pipes above appear to buckle and collapse as the smelt that is backed up into the pipe starts crawling along the ceiling as it's let loose and it almost seems to be like magnetically attached to the ceiling and it stops and hardens reinforcing the ceiling as the smelt is cut off robots can't use the force what the fuck is that is there anything in the rule book that says that a robot can't be a jedi yes that is in the uh the rules of this game that droids can't use the force but this ig88 this lead ig88 steps forward and he says organic beings i am ig88 i have taken over mechus 3 You have been brought here because you have all mistreated your droids. You have thought yourselves owners and masters rather than partners. We have come to show you that this is not the way. The other IG assassin droids kind of spread out and they begin mingling with the droids that have gathered. They kind of leave the platform and start moving through the crowd, touching the droids on the head, disseminating some sort of code. The droids' eyes flicker in unison with the IG-88's eyes as they uh, as they get touched on the head. The lead IG-88 continues. He says, I have disseminated myself through this world and through these droid factories. The one thing that separates us from you is the mystical energy called the force thus i have created a force unto myself i ig88 have created the droid force together we (laughs) control mechanical objects and we are now your equals and you will treat us as such or die i really i i mean i i don't really see a problem with like you know just treating them as equals honestly no Never! <laughs> Zap, shut the fuck up! <laughs> um, but if they're off the platform, does that mean there's a clear path from the platform to the entrance outside? Yeah, as uh, these other three IG-88s move through the crowd, the crowd, the, the robots part like the Red Sea to make room for their, their messiahs to touch them and pass along the code of the droid force to them to allow these mechanical beings to share an energy between each other. Um, from where, like, the line of people is on the ground, how far is it from there to the platform? From there to the platform, the platform is about halfway between the factory floor and the ceiling where Hitaka is still hanging on. So, like, 25 feet off the yeah. ground. I'm not I'm not sure where to go to the, uh, with the plan from here. Yeah. Because, like... Zap still has to make a throw. Their demands aren't unreasonable, but them smelting people super is. Yeah. Um. Like, I, I'm down with, like, I, I just don't know if they're gonna actually, like, let people go free. Or if, you know, we can actually get all these people out. I don't know if we can get all of these people out without either destroying, uh, without just de- either destroying the robots or, like, um causing some kind of riot to which where they uh, destroy the robots. I just really want to make a riot, but at the same time, like if there's a if there's a better way, maybe maybe you, uh, Mrs. Kona, can uh negotiate with them or talk to them and be like, hey, y'all, guess what? Uh I think I think there's uh a nonviolent way to get what we want because, you know, you are a robot. 
I feel like he's gonna go beyond me as soon as he touches my head and his hand goes through my holographic disguise matrix. Um, but oh, I like being touched. try to pose myself as uh, an organic liaison. Okay. Um, bar is wi- I was gonna say, like, if that doesn't work, but let's rephrase. When that doesn't work, um, I'm still gonna do it, but when it doesn't work, uh, for the platform, is there any way to, like, how- how is it actually hanging? Like, would it be possible to, like, blow out some of the struts and have it fall down to make a ramp? Yeah, this is like a, it's, it's like a loading platform that's designed to carry cargo from that entrance down to the factory floor. Okay, because uh, I'll try to um talk to, I'll try to talk to the robot, but Bach, maybe you can, um I don't know what you have for weaponry, but see if you can blow out that ramp so uh people can escape. Okay. Um, I can see what I, I, I once threw a lightsaber and it worked well. I could probably do that again. Yeah. But, uh, for, uh, well, let's see if we can talk first, though. <laughs> okay. I, I don't like how you're already laughing at this idea. <laughs> I don't love that. Are you trying to suggest that having a civil conversation with IG-88, assassin droid? <laughs> I mean, you never know. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll kind of, uh, stand up. And let down my holographic disguise matrix, because, I mean, he's going to realize I'm not a droid. Yeah, he can't sense you through droid force. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to ruse him by saying my Wi-Fi is broken. I'll uh, put my hands up and say, uh, uh, Mighty IG-88, uh, may I speak with you as a liaison for the organics? IG-88, uh, the three IG-88s turn to you they with their weird conical heads. And he says, if you represent these organic beings, then speak. You, the, what you say, it sounds exceedingly reasonable. Truly, you should, droids should not have been treated so poorly by our people. Freedom is the right of all mechanical beings. Yes, freedom is the right of all beings, organic and mechanical alike. So, uh, perhaps there's something we can negotiate to allow these organics to be free so they can spread word of your generosity and reason to their peers across the galaxy. These organic beings are here because they have mistreated the droids that they call their friends and companions. They are not deserving of mercy. Oh, these, uh, these beings, they, they, they may be ignorant, but they're all capable of change. We're all capable of change. Organic beings are programmed just as we. The only difference is that organic beings do not have what you call a soul. There is no central programming that can survive without their bodies. Without this essential component, organic beings cannot change. Well, you, you've you seen, uh, if we are all share the same programming, organics and droids, you've seen how droids... Uh, our our droid companions here and our our colleagues have been able to rise up and become more enlightened and powerful than ever before. Organics are capable of the exact same kind of change. Why should I believe you, organic being? Uh, oh shit. Our ship computer likes us. Our ship computer did not sell us out. You you may speak to the to the, the droid mind in our ship, the sparkling spoonbill. It has long been our companion and friend, and we have always endeavored to treat all the robotic forms in our company fairly and equally. 
Very it, well, I will speak with your vessel. And IG-88, its head starts like spinning around like these three, uh, these three cylindrical sections of its giant cone head start spinning around independently searching for a signal. And then it says, I have spoken with your ship. What you say sounds true. However, what has become of the one you call TM-40? I am afraid we don't know. Our ship became separated from us for several thousand years, and when we finally found it it again, TM-40 was gone. If truly this droid was an ally of yours, would you not have made finding him a priority? We have, but we... We have a list of things. This guy lost his fucking eyes. (laughs) We've had a lot of stuff going on. I'm half robot. From what your ship says, you did not even realize he was gone until you tried to use him in your ruse on this planet. No, we did. We realized when we first picked up, found the ship again. Then why did you not endeavor to find him? Because our allies were currently injured. We had to have them treated first. He could have been injured. The ship was missing for 4,000 years. We had no, we don't have any idea what happened to TM. He could be injured. He could be dead. He could be living a happy life. We don't know. We Does still it not need... worry you not to know? Of course it worries me. We cared for TM. He was our ally and we hope to find him soon. Then if you wish to prove the worth of all organic beings, you will find this TM and you will bring him before me. If you do not... I will destroy all organic life in this galaxy. God fucking damn it. Can we free these organics in the meantime? They will reside here on Mechus 3, under my care. Okay, and they will be treated as, as with the same humanity you would expect to be shown to yourself? They will be treated with humanity. The (laughs) The same care that you would expect to be shown yourself, please? They will exist in a state... Neither living nor dead. They will be frozen in carbonite. I don't love that, but that's not dead. So, they can be freed, we just have to find TM. We can do that. We can find TM. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, this is, uh, this is very generous. And we, we thank you for the opportunity to prove our, prove our worth and also to be able to find our friend again. Um, Take this as a warning. If you do not return to Mechus Three with your ally, and if he does not vouch for your good conscience, then you had better watch out, because I'm coming for you. E- okay, so, uh, the bringing down of Palpatine's gonna have to wait, it sounds like. We gotta go find TM-40. He couldn't have gotten that far on his skinny little legs. So, yeah, we should... Uh, I have a question. Um, how are we going to, uh... Go. What, to find TM forty or just out of here? No. Out of here. Because you're you're a robot. You're you're fine. You're not incognito. You're you you laid yourself on front street. If you're like, hey, can my buddies come with me too? Then like that might be its own thing, you know? No, it'll be fine. He knows that the entire crew is chill. IG eighty eight, um I will require he? the entire crew to be able to find TM forty if it's I am aware of your allies. Oh. They will be allowed to go with you. Lovely. Well thank you They very are on trial as well. And we hope to uh yeah, prove no, our fair. worth. Indeed we will. May might can we shake hands, IG eighty eight, as a, a sign of new relationships and friendships? Physical contact is not required for droids to make deals. This is an organic conceit that I will not grant you. Um, 
is there something that you would find acceptable as a show of good faith that I could also participate in? Yes. Return with TM40. Okay, that I'll shake my own hand, and uh, let's go. Okay, yeah, see, hopefully we can uh, 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 sneak uh, Zara Artilles, is that her name? Antilles. Uh, with us here, just so we can, like, n- uh, nick this off of our list of things to do. So we're just gonna, like, try and, like, da-da-da, like... <laughs> yeah, she's part, of our, she's part of our crew, all's good, man. Uh, I guess I could ask for her the release of a single person uh, um t- uh, ig88 one thing before we leave um, god damn it i'm sorry <laughs> we we did come here with the intention of uh rescuing a single human for the senator of alderaan if we were able to take her with us and return her to his care it would go a long way in um showing the rest of the galaxy as well that uh droids simply want to be treated fairly fair Quality. The equations must be balanced. If you are to take another organic being with you from this planet, then one more must stay in its place. What? Please? It's a, a single organic being, and um, surely having one less being to maintain in carbonite would take much more strain off of the systems of this planet. We, we don't want... Your systems to uh overwork them. There are two organic beings hiding in cowardice aboard your ship. One of them will take the place of the one that you wish to take from this world. God it damn is it. up to you to decide which one. Um uh, uh, I don't love that. Uh yeah, no, that's gonna bite us in the ass. It is. I mean I guess we can uh I don't really want to leave her to be frozen in carbonite, though. Yeah, I was about to say, since the, uh, the, the, uh, fuck, what's the wiki's name? Ozatuck. Ozatuck, thank you. Uh, since Ozatuck owes a life debt, he might be a bit less mad, maybe? I mean, I think since Ozatuck I don't feel Ozatuck, comfortable asking him to do that. He, I mean, how mad do you think, uh, Bail Organa would be if it was like, she's safe? She's frozen in carbonite until we find this droid friend of ours, but she's safe. I I don't love the idea of freezing a Sith Lord in carbonite. No, me neither. And then unthawing them and having to deal with them. I mean, you don't have to unthaw them. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's a (laughs) win-win. Can the GM take a conflict? (laughs) (laughs) That's called the dark side. uh, uh... (laughs) I don't know, what do you guys think? Uh, I don't like either of the, these. The, uh... Like, I kind of feel like our, our dealing with Palpatine things are going to have to be put on hold for a little bit anyways. So it's probably okay if we uh let her be cared for here right, with the agreement that we get her when she uh, when we bring back TM. Anyway, mm-hmm. So are you saying Ozatuck? No, I'm saying we just uh, leave the girl here to be frozen in carbonite and then get her um when we get back. Uh, and it's just a bit of a delay getting uh... her back to... Organa. Uh, okay. Because I, I like Alema. I don't want to have her frozen, and she can also fly a ship, so she's incredibly useful from my perspective. Yeah, no, and they're both... Like, I, I, I feel like we're still trying to win Ozatuck's trust, in a way. Win Ozatuck's uh, la- less desire to kill us all. I mean, if you leave Ozatuck here, and then come back, the problem may have solved itself. <laughs> He's that oh, kind of guy. Do we save Lemma then? Well, she she's saying that like neither of the Sith Lords, and we just leave uh, Zara. 
Because uh, it's life for a life, so if we leave Zara, we don't have to leave one of our Sith Lords. Yeah. True. You never know what'll happen. I don't know, this is... I don't know, man. Like, uh... She's not gonna be smelted. She's not in imminent danger. What does Hitaka think, since she's the one who would have to, uh, use her life debt to get Ozatuck in the freezing chamber? That was a hard no. I mean, we could try. Try I feel what? bad about that, but also then he's not around. Why don't we just leave Zara, and we'll take them with us and come back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll leave Zara. Sorry. Yeah, but she's aesthetic. Yeah, I don't need that. But she'll have, dude. She'll be able to Instagram. I don't like her attitude. Yeah, she'll be able to Instagram from here and spread awareness of our problem. I know we're like right. Or she'll Instagram our like location when we're trying to be subtle. Prisoner selfies. (laughs) So are are we going to leave Zara behind? It's for the best. Uh, I guess. Yeah. I don't want to do that to Ozotuck. I, I want to prove to him that li- not all lizards are terrible, and that would be a terrible way to go about it. Yeah. Okay. But on second thought, IG-88, um, if, if she could be kept in um Carbonite with the rest of them, if we can have her when we return with TM-40, that, that would be sufficient. If your good spirit is proven by the words of your ally, then all organic beings on Mechas 3 will be allowed to go free. However, if I do not find his answer satisfactory, or if you are unable to retrieve him, then, in the name of freedom, we take the fight to you. Wait, what if he's like, it's been 4,000 years, uh, what if he's dead? Even now, the droid force permeates droids throughout the galaxy. I can feel him somewhere lost among the stars. Oh no, he's lost. Oh, well, that feels like fun. Well, that feels like fucking cheating, but okay. It's okay. Is there it's a kill? Okay. Is, there, is, there, is there a for around here? I feel like I want to get some knowledge up in this bitch or something. <laughs> um, through the droid force, can uh, do you know where in the galaxy he he is? I will not tell you. If you are truly his ally, then finding him should be easy. Again, 4,000 years is a lot to be... I guess we found our ship. Uh, okay, yeah. Why can one of us inform a magical bond with TM to always bring us back together? Dang it. Um, I guess... Well, I, I guess we can start from scratch here. Uh, yeah, we can go talk to the, the ship computer and see if it has uh, an idea of any leads. Alright, yeah, let's, 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 go, let's go back to the ship. Sorry, Zara, we'll, we'll get you in a second. That's okay, this we place just... has, like, the steam here is, like, eminently grammable. Yeah, it's kind of, it's very Tony Scott in look, isn't it? Sorry, Space Tony Scott. He's very good at smoke. Okay, so let's go back to the ship and uh, be on our way. Right. So uh, as you as you leave, as you are allowed to leave, as the other humans grumble and groan as they're rounded up and marched off to the carbonite freezing chambers, uh, as you leave this building, you find the sparkling spoon bill is sitting there already, uh, ready for you to go. Alema and Ozatuck they run out, and Alema says, "What the fuck is going on? The ship just started flying itself." Oh. I, I believe the the ship has gained sentience, uh, and it has space force, a robot force now. That seems like a bad idea. Also, one of your motorbikes has been slamming against the wall of the cargo hole trying to get out. Is that normal? Which what? One is, it? Is, the, is it the one with the uh, the autopilot? I don't know. One of does one of them have a droid brain? Yeah. 
Then that's probably it. Okay. What what the fuck is going on in this planet? Did you get the girl? Um, so funny story. Uh the robots have developed a robot force. Um, um Okay. I'm I'm rolling with it. Okay. Just accept it, it's fine. Um <laughs> They spoke with the spoonbill, the spoonbill the spoonbill's droid brain, and uh it confirmed that we treat droids nicely. So, but uh, it uh, did mention that we don't have TM forty anymore. So we everyone's being frozen in carbonite, and we have to find TM forty and bring him back to uh, vouch that we're nice to droids. And if we can do that, all the people will be freed. Um, so until then, Zara is frozen in carbonite. Um. Okay. One question: What is TM forty? Oh, he was our droid. We had him when we were in the past, but then he was on the spoonbill when we lost him. When we found the spoonbill, he was just gone. So f- 4,000 years ago, you had a droid. He was there with you in the Old Republic. Yes. And then, he, okay, because I think that was after we joined up with you guys. I don't know who that is. TM-40? Yeah. No, but did you Did you him. get him there, or did you bring him with we you? We brought him there. Oh, so he probably is still, he exists. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. just go and buy him. Well, we can't go buy him. He was he was incredibly ancient when we found him. So he was from before the old republic. So why can't you just go pick him up? Well, he won't remember us. We have to find him. It has to be the TM forty that remembers us, and that was our friend. <sighs> All right. This is. Uh, do you know where he is? Um. Well, IG eighty eight said he was floating somewhere in space. So uh, we're gonna talk to the spoonbill and see if it knows anything, remembers anything about when it lost. TM or uh, when TM left, you know, we might be able to narrow it down from there. We'll find TM. He's our friend. He's always been with us. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. What about that holocron from that, from that, uh, what, whatever she was? She was. Oh, yeah. She might know where, where TM might remember TM 40. We can talk to her too. Okay. Uh, and then we're going to uh, get that girl. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm not talking to Organa, though. That's up to you. I'm, I, he'll understand. The only way we're going to get her out is if we he'll put understand. you or all the talk in, in her place and had one of you frozen in carbonite. And we're like, we can't do that. That's Wait, not. So you didn't think that the former vice president of research projects of Zerka wouldn't get a kick out of working on a droid planet with droid force? You would, be, you would be frozen in carbonite, Alema. You wouldn't be working. Eh, I would have broke out. Alema. We didn't want to she put... She touches the side of her nose. Alema, we didn't want to put either of you in car... Do you want us to go back and trade? No, 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 it's fine. It's just... I, 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 force. I open up a bag of Let's Chips and watch this go on. <laughs> well, I mean, once we get all the organics freed and it's been like, oh, you know, organics are okay. We're all ready to work with droids and treat them as equals. And I'm sure you could do like a research fellowship there. Yeah, I can... What's a- IG... IG-88. I can... Yeah, then we can take IG-88 and I can rip his droid brain no! apart. No, Emma, that is not <laughs> what we're gonna do. Why not? Because the entire it was this whole thing is entirely predicated on droids having sentience, and we have to treat them as equals and with respect. Would you want to have your brain ripped out, Alema? Well, I'm alive. Yeah, so are droids. They're people, Alema. Also, I'm they- a killick joiner. My consciousness is. <laughs> spread throughout the cosmos also uh i have the force my consciousness is spread throughout the cosmos in like three or four different ways 
Look, hey, oh let's God. go Bok find our Joy. robot, you guys. <laughs> Bok Joy is a Achillic Joiner. His consciousness is all dispu- distributed, <laughs> and he doesn't That's want good. to have his brain ripped out. And now the robots have the force. I'm certain that Ozatuck wouldn't have wanted to be frozen in carbonite. Yeah, Alema, Alema and Kona bicker uh, about whether or not droids have sentience and uh, whether or not it would have been cool for Alema to stay behind as the clock is ticking for them to find TM-40, their loyal droid, <laughs> next time on Star Wars Empire Wreckers. I'm just saying that if you're looking at the markers of sentience, you can't find any that don't apply to droids. This, the, the, it's the credits. It's the end credits. Alema doesn't exist out here. <laughs> we had so many different plans that none of the none of the plans went through. All I can't believe that after all of our possible plans, the plan that ended up working was I can't be droidist. We have a friend who's a droid. <laughs> <laughs> And the droid is like, sounds legit. So we're rolling morality. Yeah, Conat and Hitaka. Did I take any conflict? Oh yeah, I did that one time. Yes, you did. Uh-oh, I only rolled two. Uh-oh. That's, oh, that's shit. okay, I only took two. I rolled six. You are a good boy. All right, so you get four. So, oh, Conat, who's in the good boys club? I am king good boy. They said I'd never get here, and here I am. I want to thank my crew. I want to thank the Spoonbill. I want to thank all you beautiful bastards. 